What's happening, weirdos? Uh, what a wonderful, what a wonderful time sitting down with old Jason Sudeikis uh, from SNL, who I have been a fan of for years, and uh, was thrilled that he knew about the podcast. He's a Magic fan. Reached out uh, because of our love of, uh, I believe it was because I was tweeting about. Derek Delgadio, a great episode, or maybe Nate Staniforth, whose book, Here is Real Magic, uh, this is completely unrelated to anything, is wonderful. So I was reading that. We talk about that a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to remember. This episode's a little bit old, so there's a chance um, we talk about some things that uh, might be dated or whatnot. I, I can't really remember. But regardless, most of it's evergreen, and uh, we'll, we'll just enjoy it. What am I telling you what to do? We'll just enjoy it as is. Uh, speaking of books, we have a uh, sponsor for this episode, which I'm thrilled about, which is um, Aubrey. I want to make sure I get this right. Aubrey Marcus. Yeah, I had it right. I should have just said it. Aubrey Marcus is the CEO and founder of Onnit, who make the Pete's Pick Alpha Brain. And he has a new book out that uh, I'm going to tell you about here. All of us know what it feels like to have a really great day and an average one. But with all the conflicting information, bad advice, and transformational programs out there, it's hard to know what to do. But Aubrey Marcus, the CEO and founder of Onnit, one of the most respected human performance companies in the world, has put together the definitive guide to living one completely optimal day. Here's some of the questions uh, that you'll find answers to in the book, like how to have the perfect morning without caffeine, the ideal way to design a workout, uh, how you are blowing it with your diet strategy, (laughs) why the ego is the biggest obstacle in the bedroom, or how to defeat the biggest problem with falling asleep. There are over 300 clinical and academic references in the book and stories from some of the best athletes in the world and performers, including Joe Rogan, Bodie Miller, Cowboy Cerrone. (laughs) Am I getting that right? There's somebody named Cowboy Cerrone. That guy already is killing it. <laughs> that dude just—that's how he gets up without caffeine. He just goes, "God damn it, I'm Cowboy Cerrone." Giddy up. I'm picturing him nude in just boots. What if it's a woman? <clears throat> uh, anyway, then it would be cowgirl. Yeah. All right. <laughs> if you were only going to buy one health book, this is the book to buy. It's available everywhere books are sold. Go to ownthedaybook. dot. Oh, sorry, own the day book. Excuse me. OwnTheDayBook.com for some special offers. That's OwnTheBook. Fuck my dick. That's OwnTheDayBook.com. We're keeping in when I say fuck my dick. Uh, everything's fine. Um, and, and try some Alpha Brain. Uh, OnIt.com slash trial. You can get a free bottle. The other Pete's pick, obviously, is Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil. Uh, one, I've been swearing by it. I've been so stressed lately. Um, we have a table read, I'm so thrilled to say, for season three coming up. And sometimes I come home and it, it just takes a while to unwind or get the pulse out of my head or just start just start laughing again. I joke, but I, I, I joke. <laughs> I joke, but Alpha, uh, Alpha Bread, Charlotte's Web, boy, I'm fried. Charlotte's Web hemp oil is something I take when I'm just feeling pinched, stressed, anxious, if I'm feeling dreadful, <laughs> all of these things, it's just a, uh, it's a herbal base. It's a plant base. Obviously, it's made from the hemp plant, but they take out the psychoactive ingredient, the THC, and they leave in the body and brain positive CBD. It's legal in all 50 states, ships to all 50 states. I swear by it. I take a little bit uh, before I work sometimes, sometimes when I get home and I'm trying to relax a little bit, but it doesn't cloud your brain. There's no stone feeling. It just is a happy, healthy glow and a secret weapon that I swear by. So I, I love when people try it. 
I try the Everyday Advanced. Uh, that's what I use. I uh, also recommend the Everyday Plus. As I always say, Everyday is sub-perceptual. So I like the medium and strong strength. Try it. Go to cwhemp.com slash weird and use promo code KEEPITCRISPY. Um, as I mentioned, season three of Crashing, we're about to leave for New York. I have one uh, show left at Largo for this season until we're back uh, in September. But uh, if you are in L.A. here in April, um, I'm going to be there Excuse me, this Thursday. We're leaving the, the kind of hiccup burp, too. We're, gonna leave the, we're leaving it raw. We're leaving it raw. Any, any, anything we want to update about Baby? Baby Leela? We could say the name. Baby Leela. Yeah. Baby Leela. Isn't that beautiful? Just, it's very moving. We'll, we'll try and keep these updates brief because I know nobody really, <laughs> nobody really cares as much as people. But it's exciting. Um, everybody's happy and healthy. Poor Valerie has a cold. If you want to tweet her things that you can take while you're pregnant and have a cold, what is your Twitter? You don't really go on Twitter. You can Instagram it. You can Instagram it, and your Instagram is Valerie and Cheney, C H A N E Y. Uh, that's if you if you have some sort of home remedy safe for pregnant women that have colds. Poor things been sneezing uh, tons and tons. But everything's good. We're happy. We're healthy. Baby Leela's happy, healthy. We can assume happy. And um, try a Pete's Pick. Hope to see you at Largo. Check out Aubrey's new book, Own the Day Book. <laughs> oh, I did it again. No, that was right. Own the Day Book. Yeah. Ownthedaybook.com. And uh, enjoy... Fucking Jason Sudeikis. This is great. Big get. Big get. Big get. Big get. Not big get. (laughs) He's not a bigot. He's a big get. Huge difference. Enjoy. And Val? Get into it. You get into it. Ooh, six minutes. That's not bad. Wow. It's not like I was like 11 minutes. Thank you. Okay. Did you? <laughs> okay, I'm stopping now. What? I thought, I thought you had already stopped. <laughs> Did you? I'm, I need to stop. Were you a man that came I'm in? in oh my God! I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I thought I you were Val Kilmer's the Saint, Master of Disguise. <laughs> it switched in my podcast outfit. Please come in. Hello. How are you? Nice to, nice to see you. This is the. This is the guest chair, if you don't mind. Not at all. Thanks for being here. It occurred to me, I was like, what if he doesn't come? I guess that occurs to me almost every episode. When you think that, oh, gosh, he's the, the, he or she may not show. Well, just, we, you know, we confirmed and stuff. I don't know. I figure you're a busy fella, and, and just part of me is like, did we, like, ultra confirm? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a long way to say I, I'm just happy to see you. Well, Yeah. Have, have you, has it happened a few times? It's, you know who it did? Uh, another SNLer. Yeah. Horatio Sands. Well, I, I completely forgave yeah. him. He thought it was an 11 p.m. show. That would, that would make sense. Yeah. He's, 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 he skews that way. Yeah. He skews the well, nighttime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I one time woke up and heard some rustling in my garbage cans, and it was um, it was Horatio. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a fat joke. That's actually no. a nighttime nocturnal no, I, Oh, I get it. I, like I, I, sh- I, I play on both levels. <laughs> <laughs> if it adds to, to the idea that he's eating cabbages, then laugh at that. Yeah, that's but what I, I want. I want a flashlight on his face. Yeah. His eyes go pure white. Or red, yeah, and he runs away. I had him dressed up as a raccoon. <laughs> like in my in my in my mind, if we're going there, like I was in my, I was like, I was like, oh yeah. How did you have him? Yeah, <laughs> I had him. Isn't it? 
how do you don't you love hanging out with comedy folks? Yes. We are recording, by the way. It's yeah. not a trap. We no, just no, no. like to begin. I th- I'm, I'm familiar with the format. Oh, are you? Yeah. Get it. Oh, I've that's right. You listen to Derek Delgado. I've been li- I've been listening to so many of them. I I, I was Go driving up to, to like Chatsworth and you know like like you know 45 minute commutes yeah. and and even though we have that stuff in NYC, I, I have a tendency to spend my I don't subway do time in New York on like music. I'll yeah, listen to music. only music. Yeah. It's just for beautiful. Alertness. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I don't want to yeah. be transfixed. No, I know. Exactly. <laughs> I need my wits about exactly. me. Yeah, yeah. No, there's some, New York has more of a put a soundtrack to me quality. Absolutely. Like you want to listen to Gershwin. Exactly. Or something and you're just like, wow. <laughs> look all at the, the outtakes. All of Gershwin's outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course I'm in the Ira, just it's fine. Ira, just play it. It sounded fine. No, I'm starting over, George. I can't. Ira, you're too hard on yourself. <laughs> I, you have stepped into maybe my favorite thing, which is music. Yeah. Music, the making music process, nothing is funnier to me than someone being like, oh. purple, forget it. Yep. <laughs> like, no. They have to no start again. Us. Who am I kidding? <laughs> Do you, are you musically inclined at all or just, uh, just from uh, the place of a fan? That's a great question. Thank don't, you. Don't you do it. Don't. No, I'll, no. <laughs> I'll happily answer it because we're in the early stages but, um, yeah. of, the, of the chat. But uh, I, I, one of the ways that I can feel like my crazy family, yeah. and I really do feel like my family is really mm-hmm. one of a kind. Great. Yeah, good. <laughs> and good. one of the ways that I can identify with Who the Who owns type... the rights to them? <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, I do. Okay, all right. Because well, there's all these emotional hurdles in trying to capture them. Yeah. But the way that I can sometimes feel left out of society is I'm like, I know this is crazy, but music doesn't... I don't fully understand it. Almost in the way sure. that Seinfeld has been like, I don't get – like because yeah. he's a little bit on the spectrum. If I want to feel a little on the spectrum, I think about how I don't understand music. Right. Let me, let yeah. me pitch Go it on. to you. Yeah, please. Sometimes music is all we're doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just part of what we're doing, meaning mm-hmm. it's behind a scene. Right. But you would never put comedy behind a scene. I get comedy. Comedy is like baseball. It's just we're hitting baseballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music is like la da 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 and sometimes it's in line at a coffee shop. Yep. Sometimes I'm sitting at the Hollywood Bowl just thinking about it. Paid good money? To, to, Paid good money? Yeah. To have a sometimes background thing be the foreground thing. Right. That being said, I've, I've been on drugs and been like, I get it. Mm-hmm. But most of the time I'm like, music is uh, – not exactly my thing. Right. What do, what do you so you don't play, so you don't you don't play anything. I love at all. playing music. I love singing music. In fact, can you, you play an instrument? I love playing piano, guitar, oh, drums. I I I'm musically into it. In yes. fact, don't get me started, Jason. No, 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 what no, have no. you done? Is, what do you mean? This is I'm I'm curious. You're very sweet. I open I I I you opened this up ask. intentionally, yeah. Well, I'm going to throw it right back to Please. you. Please. But when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you know. You, then. Val hypothesizes that one of the reasons why music isn't doesn't grab me entirely is because I have some musical inclinations. Meaning, mm-hmm. I go to Hamilton. I'm like, I I could do that. I know that sounds, but you're an improviser. No, I, I go like zip it a flip, a flip, a dip, zip. I could. It's yeah. not. I'm not impressed with rhyming. Right. Very, very. Unless it's phenomenal. Sure. I'm not impressed with music. I was just listening to. Uh, I wanted to listen to the song "The Last DJ" by Tom Petty on the way here. Mm-hmm. I was loving it. And then I listened to some – it's not a. It's not one of his good records. Right. And a lot of the songs I was like, I could have improvised that song. <laughs> I'm not saying it was bad. Rest in peace. I mean, rest in peace, obviously. But uh, 
Tom Petty, not improv. Improv's still going strong. It'll never die. We just went the to see... cockroaches will be improvising. My brother-in-law's band called Lonely Avenue. We went and saw them in Bakersfield, mm-hmm. and they cover a couple Tom Petty songs. I told my brother-in-law, Derek, I was like, I'll give you so much respect. If, if you play Learning to Fly, mm-hmm. and as everyone's applauding, go, we miss you, Elton! <laughs> <laughs> that... Is what comedy is yeah, to me. I, I'm 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 with you there. What, I, a, bit that I tried, a bit that I tried, I pitched, and it, it went over well. But we just we didn't find a place for it. in horrible bosses too was us, me, Charlie Day, and Jason Bateman. Like when we we're trying to figure out what you know, you know, crime we're going to commit or whatever. Yeah. Uh, in a bar, and like uh, Blackbird is on by the Beatles, and I just hold up my phone, and then Charlie's like, what are you doing? And, like, I'm shazamming this. I love this song. <laughs> and then Charlie's like, are you kidding me? And Bateman's like, what? This is, who are you kidding? And then Charlie's like, you're an idiot. I go, why? He goes, I want to know who it is. He goes, it's the monkeys. And then Bateman's like, no. Okay, I'm out <laughs> But I love, I love holding up my phone just in the background that, to Shazam Beatles or Rolling Stones. So That is... Writing, I'm writing comedy. That's, That's me, yeah. comedy. That's also, it's also it's it's also um, yeah. It's it's being disrespectful to people that can do something I cannot do. I I know what you mean in regards to like feeling like you could, but I always feel that way about seeing anybody that's great at something. What I think mean? it's a little bit about being help me because excellent. I want to be more in the music p- place, and I, I can I, be sometimes. I don't know if I can get you there in 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 you know the short time we have together now. But, but you know if we did if you know we took if we took it offline, you know yeah I would I would obviously produce, <laughs> you produce your first not a no I just like it you I, just I, like I can it. fake the drums I, I I would say I'm a drummer because I'm a drummer. But I mean kid. like what you like to do is listen to music. Not a lot. Not no, really. No no. Oh, okay. But I'm but I'm moved by it. I've I've always been moved by it. I love I love it. I have a lot of friends that play music um i can gauge how open my heart is how like responsive i am to the world by whether or not music is grabbing me which is why i don't like my answer yeah when i'm like i don't like it i could do it right i am who i make fun of in that moment sure i go you fool that's that's half the battle if you if you can if you know that about yourself then the other half is getting you know moving through that but at least you know that you're you know you're 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 saying something that would make a lot of musicians scoff at you and for sure and if you i I, we've had a lot of musicians on the show and i can bond with them Mm -hmm. And believe me, I'll put on their record, and I will find a way to love it. Yeah, I just never would have necessarily put it on if I wasn't interviewing. Okay, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. I was yeah. like, oh, I guess I will listen. Like, like Death Cab for Cutie is a good example. I put mm-hmm. it on. And I was like, wow, th- this is amazing. Yep. And I interviewed Ben. Yeah. And I, and I, it's not. Uh, I, I should have heard of them earlier if I was a music. Person. Oh yeah. See, I'm 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 not a culture vulture like that. Culture vulture. Yeah. Like like I'm not culture vulture. I, I I'm I am. <laughs> You know, Entertainment Weekly, you know, Rolling Stone at best, but that's for, but that's indicative of like growing up. I think in Kansas, in the Midwest, like we, I'm used to getting things late. Yeah, but I get them before a like lot of Australia. my friends there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kansas yeah, or Australia. Yeah, exactly. They love Hall Pass in Australia. Do they? Uh, they did. They, that's they were really hilarious. Did. But I do believe, going back to my point about when you see someone do something excellent. Yes. It, it, with excellence comes with most things effortlessness. So, like you're 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 interviewing a fellow that bought a pair of tap shoes after seeing Savion Glover on like the Tonys, like when bringing the noise, bringing the funk. I was like, oh yeah, I could do that. I bought I bought tap shoes, and both my younger sisters. One is still a dancer choreographer, but they took. I was around you know dance class all my life, and so I thought, oh, it's in there. It's in there. Like, yeah, you know, like, I'll like, find it. I'll just I'll just have to shake this puppy free, uh, and. It, what that entails is buying a $75 pair of, like, size 12 tap shoes. Yeah. Easier to come by than you'd think uh, in Kansas City. And uh, <laughs> I wore them once. 
I was like, I can't do what that son of a gun's doing. He's a prodigy. Of like, he's, a, he's a genius. But well, a, this is, again, this goes back. I've been talking about this guy, Joshua Moon, who I met on this mm-hmm. press tour, and he's, he's like 14, and yeah. he's a piano virtuoso. So American? Yeah, American. Nice. Yeah, he's, I just it's Olympic fever. I got it. You and know, you know, so. I think it adds to the story. Young black man. I think he's yeah. from Chicago, That's and I'm great. just like, fucking hey, this mm-hmm. is an incredible story. I don't know, Joshua. Forgive me if you're not from Chicago. I was in. I think I was in. I was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Anyway, who cares? Here's how I'm full of shit. You play Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah right now. I'll cry. Right, of course. But I hate this. I wish I was more open to music. I guess I, I have my feelers out for a lot of things. Yeah. And for some reason, music always eluded me. Yeah. But I wish it wouldn't. Did you have friends in bands growing up? I was in a band. You were in a band. I was playing. <laughs> yeah. And it just, I was well, playing be... jazz. I was playing oh, gosh. punk. Yeah. And I, I was always rehearsing. Like, yeah. we were the loud people. That's fascinating. Yeah. And it went away. Let me ask you this, though. Yeah, please. Because you're talking about buying tap shoes, and I'm kind of fascinated by this because you are um, SWM, standard white male. Yes. Yeah. Standard, Imp- standard yeah. white male improviser. Yeah. Yeah. yeah standard yeah. white male improviser. I, like, the loud, like you're talking to one of your own. Yeah. We're loud. Yep. I bet sure. I can dominate a game of freeze. Sure, sure, sure. You sure. were a bit much. I, Maybe not much. I, 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 yes, I grew out of it. I, I was lucky enough to, sure. to, you're to, to, get, to get out to get out of that. Like in many ways, out of it. Um, <laughs> within my f- first year of moving to Chicago, because I had done a bunch of stuff in Ch- in Kansas City. This is my experience, and then yeah. you went to Chicago. Yeah, and yeah. you realized that wasn't going to play. What did, did you done in Kansas City that that wasn't gonna? Um, I, well, Kansas City was a great place to to. Um, I was I was the youngest in this this great group of people that were at uh, comedy sports. This it was called comedy sports then. Oh, now I it's remember comedy, comedy sports. Yeah, so I did, short so I did form that. exactly. Yeah, so and like, I'm supposed to say it like this. Yeah. short form. Yes, you know I I, I think it's an amazing. And it, you love short form. Yeah, I think it can be done brilliantly. I, I think I think any medium can transcend. It's all about the you know the the artist. I, I really do, and so. Um, and so I, the way I sort of looked at it or may have put it was like I kind of showed up in Chicago having reached my laugh quotient like for, for life a little bit. I'd done it for five years and 500 shows like for like or more shows like for a paying audience, you know. In uh, Kansas City? In Kansas City, yeah. Before, before How had you done all these shows just because you because got into Kansas comedy City, sports? Kansas City Comedy Sports was like wicked popular. Like, really? like it was second to only to I think the original one in Milwaukee that like. Dick Chud now started. It was You're like we were we, we were like Thursday through Sunday, two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday. We did like a comedy courts show where it was like a fake courtroom on Wednesdays <laughs> because we had people that would call and want to go. Yeah, so yes. I mean, we were able to do shows like sketch shows and and even try our hand at like long form How after like you? midnight shows. Really? Like, because we had people that that liked it enough, and I Big learned about scene. it. Yeah, this it, is like, Chicago. The stand up scene was like this. Like yes. there was a yeah. huge appetite for this. Yeah, and here you are in Kansas City. You caught me being Kansas City. Like, oh, it must be small time. Yeah. And you were in a, a thriving scene yeah. under the showbiz radar a little bit. 100%. And yeah. so from there, I could just, like, I, I was just trying on people. Like, you know, like, you know, like. What fun. You know, where. What fun. Oh, now I'm, this week I am, uh, I'm just, and I'm not doing it consciously. I was just influencing in, in like, the, you know, in the, in the comedy hurricane. And, yeah. And so everything I was whipping around at that time. So, like, I remember vividly being like, okay, I am doing. Uh, uh, like looking back, oh, I'm doing Sandler. I'm doing yeah. so like when doing yeah. like a, a game like changing emotions or like shut up, you know. Yes. I mean, li- just straight up jacking moves, trying them on. But around that time, you realize that every funny person you know was doing somebody. 
Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, yeah. when you I say this all the yeah. time, but when you go back after being a comedian, you go back to your regular friends and you're like, "Oh, you're doing Farley." Yeah. You're doing Farrell. Yeah. And you I I don't mean to pick all that now people, but like it would always be you're doing Jim Carrey. Yes. Would be a thing. Jim Carrey is a huge one. Like you I, I can still I can still see like you're saying uh fellows in our, of our ilk that still haven't gotten their Ace Ventura. Totally <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and, I, and I can see it a mile away. And, 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 and I just think it's a big part of – that's why you do the reps. Like, so that you – that thing fuses eventually with your spine versus yeah. it still being like the only currency you have to catch. That's right. You want to put it in the blender. Exactly. Blend yeah. it up. So that was the luck that I got to do with it. I mean, I mean, Ellen, Anthony Clark. Remember? I mean, Anthony Clark, yeah. I remember seeing him. and th- He's the yeah. funniest guy ever. And then just sort of doing yeah. – like jack in their essence totally you know but in a you know this is so key is like and i i worry about our people that we don't have the incubation place Mm -hmm. like if you did that now it could be a video or it could be like people might because we can journalize each other we can be like what a scoop yeah sebacus is doing sandler yeah exactly you know what i mean Yeah, yeah whereas you need to have that sort of like it's a puppet show by the bed feel yes to get all of that stuff yeah to get it out of your system work through it i think and and to keep what is work through it yeah you can't just put it aside you you get you walk through the taffy yeah because if could yeah you could do it now yeah you do it on youtube and next thing you know like you know you're 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 uh you're thrust into a a situation that you're not you don't know how to swim in because you haven't you haven't developed but that incubation period especially being in kansas city where no one expects yeah a great thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah. Shame on us. But I'm just saying, like, Chicago has that as well. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that. But you got the hours. Yeah. Talk about the Beatles. Yes, exactly. Yeah, You yeah, got yeah. to do this over and over Very and over. Much so. And you got to – what was it like feeling – And I was always the youngest and and I only put young uh, because it was also not just uh, chronologically, like, age-wise, but also, like, the newest person. I just had a little bit of a knack for it and then was able to be um, – one, be one of my favorite things that I like to be is try to be, like – the dumbest person in the room, <laughs> you know, and yeah. then just learn from these, from the, from you know these these and men and women. It's fun like that. It is There's really a is. lot of Yodas and a lot of Obi Wans, yeah. and you're just like, you you, you were at the Annoyance, mm-hmm. so yeah. like Mick Napier, these yeah, guys, exactly. and you're just like, who's this? And I say this oh, yeah. with love. Who's this strange guy? Yeah, like he, he just seems like someone that might be in line at Seven oh, Eleven with you, yep. and then you talk to him for ten minutes, and you're like, oh, these guys have all been before us. They're like our ancestors, and that's not yep. an age thing. No, they're building a rich tradition that all these young sprouts come in. Absolutely, and they're putting us to the test. Just dazzled by, like, yeah. like I, I, you know, Mick was a great example. Everybody, uh, you know, like uh, so many in the sh- once, like, once getting to Chicago. Where where it lay, and the annoyance was was a great place because they focused really on the individual more than like you know I O and Improv Olympic as it was called then was like about you know team building and then Second City was obviously like the granddaddy and the reason I know I personally moved to Chicago to attempt to work there someday but that was using you know improv as like a, pro- a process yeah. you know which always felt dirty to me as a, pro- as a process yeah, yeah oh yeah, see I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't mind it because it got me out of my head it like it got me over the uh, what would be dubbed like the imposter syndrome of like, oh, I don't know how to write because, you know, like not knowing what writing is. But Tina, when I first – Faye, when I first started working at SNL, was like, if you can improvise, you can write. Because yeah. I got hired as a writer first. So it was like this – it was, you know. I just gave some of that speech. I was like, it's not special people writing things. No, but you think that. You think that. <laughs> you I mean, you, I mean I and I think only... it's important to, it, to a certain degree. I mean, as right. long as it doesn't ke- – as long as you don't suffer from like perfection paralysis. Right. Like, ah. Uh, you can have I, reverence but don't be debilitated. Say that? Yes. You reverence. Yes, yes yeah, exactly. Yeah, but if yeah, if you think, oh, every sketch I write has to be the dead parrot sketch then or the cow, right. or cowbell, then you're like, right. oh, no, no, no. Like, right. Every, every hundred. Right. 
and that goes for probably John Cleese and you know McKay it's as so well. Funny because more cowbell to me seems like such a last minute kind of idea, like yeah. in, a, in the good way. Yeah, yeah. It feels dreamy. Yes. And somebody got the giggles. Yeah. Going, I just think it would be funny. Like I, I felt like when I saw that sketch, I was like, I feel like, and this is a compliment. Mm-hmm. I also noticed the cowbell. Whether or not that's true, yes, it didn't matter. No, we no, no. all felt like we were in on a personal joke. That's a good impression can do that. An impression that's not just you know imitation. You that, realize that, that you transcend. noticed that. Oh, I can. Oh, now yeah. I and then you can do it. It kind of unlocks it for you. Same thing with when when you buy. I drive a scooter in New York, and like when I first bought a Vespa, like then you start noticing them everywhere. It's the same thing with kids. I have two kids now like yeah. now oh gosh hey i'm asking everyone has how, how old your son yeah. Seven? <laughs> i didn't care he was just another human being but now i'm kind of like you oh, in a Lowe's you know. commercial <laughs> thank you yeah. i don't understand that i do it for the discount works. i do it for the discount you know Who doesn't i need did paint? a Lowe's commercial did i didn't you? get no discount no no sir and then you, you get a shitty agent <laughs> <laughs> i want to go back to pre-comedy sports and you're just seeing tap dancing and yeah, thinking yeah. you can do it yeah because there is something – talk about kids and stuff. The ambitious gene. There's something that our ecosystem – sometimes I think of as like giant, gigantic genes sure. forming bonds and stuff. Just like it is inside. It is outside. Yep. And there's something about the dumbest guy in the room but who buys tap shoes, who believes he can do it. And talk about short form. I mean yep. something must have given you that confidence. And I'm actually – I think this is a generous question. Can yep. you remember – those sweet moments, summer camp or class, that you were like, I think I'm, I think I might be a special comedy one. Oh, you know what I mean? Uh, oh boy, because you I, had I, to get it somewhere. I do, I, 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 I do know what you mean through looking through the, you know, the rearview mirror. I, I don't know if I ever felt it in the moment. Maybe, maybe on on rare instances. You didn't um, feel like a funny boy. Yeah, no, I did, but I didn't know, <laughs> but I didn't know why. But I, I mean, it, you know, my. My standard joke has been that I used to get in trouble a lot for what I get paid for now, you know. Right. Um, but you I said you were a clowny, clowny yeah, but, not, but but just talkative, just like you know, and and didn't do a lot of homework, and so would would you know would try to keep the class from getting to the discussion. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about yes. current events because I could always, hey, I was you know I've I've been ready for you know to be on poli- politically incorrect or real time you know since I was like yeah. you know. Not doing homework when I was, you know, six. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. ready to talk about current events and, and listen to smarter people, and then just make like a dumb joke <laughs> for the, you know, for, for my folks. Uh, but but I don't, I, you know, for me it was never. I just loved laughing. I just loved being around funny people. I love making people laugh. I think I was very lucky to be born into a family that that uh, had a great sense of humor as well. But always gravitated towards it. Always, always. I, you know. And then we were lucky enough to get a video camera when I was in sixth grade. And so then I now, – now, you know, my memories – the one good thing I think about smartphones are it maybe makes our memories a little more vivid because we're looking back over ourselves so often. Yeah. So I had the opportunity to look at myself at like, you know, 12 years old and see, oh, gosh, I had like – I had like <laughs> – I was doing comedy moves that I'm sure were just, you know, me doing yeah. Eddie Murphy yeah. or Chevy Chase or yeah. um, or Bugs Bunny, you yeah. know, or, or whatever I was watching. You know who uh, we did a lot? No. was Mike Myers. Yes, he doesn't yeah, really I, get included. I, 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 didn't. I didn't. You didn't do, do the I Michael did, Myers. I didn't. I didn't uh, no, for yeah, some like, reason, no. They're, they're, Wayne's World was such a big deal. I know. Us. I know. I think I skewed more like, um, like I did more. I, I was always more uh, um, 
uh, Chevy Chase than than uh, than than Dan Aykroyd. Let's hit it. You know what I mean? Like and you, Chevy over. I, I'm not saying over Aykroyd. That's not. But just for me personally, just the one Aykroyd. that I gravitated towards, which it was but also who my father. What I'm saying is Aykroyd. You're, you've you just know. helped me understand that there's like a Beatles Stones thing going on. Yeah, with, yeah. with Chevy or Aykroyd. A little bit, yes. And there was something yeah. about Dan Aykroyd that felt less – I couldn't access him as cleanly as I could yeah. Chevy Chase. I feel yeah. like I understood what Chevy Chase yeah, was yeah, going yeah. for. I, in some way, yes. But Maybe it was I just saw it more. It was definitely – I just loved Ty, I just loved Ty Webb because I, I didn't ever believe that, that – uh, well, you know the biggest thing that I realized recently with the, with the, the luck of, um, you know, of being alive in a time with something like Netflix and all that where you could just go back and watch something from your youth yeah. is uh, – and I forget – it's in the first season of Cheers. It's pick a con, any con. There's an episode, and I talked about this recently, oddly enough, with uh, <laughs> the people that I'm talking about here. But um, uh, there's an episode with where Ted Danson uh, and and Harry Anderson, when he played the character of Harry the Hat on not 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 Harry Stone from Night Court. But when I watched that episode, I'm like, I must have saw this at Wait, within, saw the this same, within the same within the same. Nine months that I saw Beverly Hills Cop, uh, that I saw um, um, Ghostbusters, because Bill Murray obviously is a bit like that nonchalance, that that level of just kind of like ease, yeah. easy breezy. Yeah. Um, and it didn't matter if the guy was, you know, he's playing a con man. Well, it, certainly um, uh, Harry Anderson is yeah. in that one, it, but it's a whole. It's coach gets ripped off by a guy. Uh, in a poker game, who's who's just like an, an outsider, and so Sam's like, "Wait, sounds like this guy's ripping you off, Coach." Okay, we're gonna get Harry in here to to help you rip this guy off. There's just... like four turns, and in it's incredibly yeah, it's written. Like theater, but it's I'm like watching theater. these two grown men, like in their 30s, probably, or yeah, you know, yeah. like as as a grown up now, and I'm like. I, I steal these moves on a day on a daily basis. Anytime if I hear action, I am doing one of these two. Dudes. Really? Yeah, a little bit, a wow. little bit. Like like, and and it's not really coming out that way. It's just it's like the way it's like the same way that I sometimes in the times that I've done mushrooms as I'm coming down off the the huge laughing high that I think I'm Jimmy Stewart. Like like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not not even close in a million ways. But you think but, you've, you've but I want to. But, he uh, but came like, back in you? N- no. But I just literally am just. Like, I just am him. Yeah, and I'm probably more like a version of him from like you know a film. You know? It is a mushroomy thought to go. Who am I doing? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm always uh, troubled. Not troubled. Interested. People are like, "Oh, you you remind me of John Ritter," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, that makes sense. I look like John Ritter, mm-hmm. but then I also sound like John Ritter." And then I'm like, "Which of these things happen?" Like I used to love. Um, I think he had a movie called Remote Control or something like that. Anyway, yeah. and Problem Child, yeah. obviously. But I never really saw Three's Company, but I saw enough of those movies. Yeah. Did it get in? Of course it did. Yeah. But why would I look like <laughs> Why would my jeans go like, well, uh, let's take a hard left and look like this? Yeah, guy. we, we got to give this guy the right frame to was, get this stuff out. <laughs> was I, was <laughs> I already on yeah. track to look like him? I must you must. Been. Been. I mean, any scientist would say, Yeah, because I don't look anything like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that was probably my biggest influence at large. And, uh, yeah, I got, I got you know. But these, and those guys, though, they were doing people. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're all imitating. Yeah. We're mimics and we're imitating and you're imitating somebody that imitated yeah. somebody. Like there was that uh, – speaking of Ace Ventura, there was a sketch. I don't know who did it. I want to say it was Monty Python or something mm-hmm. where it had so much Ace Ventura in it, you wouldn't believe it. 
Oh, really? And this isn't to say yeah. Jim Carrey's a thief. That's not the story. The yeah. story is Jim Carrey saw this and was like, look at this. Yeah. yeah look yeah, at yeah. the guy. That I, I'm trying to think of exactly what he did, but it had basically – it had like the thrusting into the air. Like, sure. do you feel yeah, yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. And you're just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like – Everything kind of comes from somewhere. Yeah, 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 without a doubt. It didn't break my heart, but I mean, we're stealing always, from the Steelers. And it doesn't, yeah, and it doesn't always have to come from, uh, um, like a comedic place either. Like, like the joy of it now is, you know, I, I mean, w- when writing at SNL, you're just creating, destroying, creating, destroying, and like in a, in a high intense, you know, some would say competitive atmosphere. But I think that has more to do with the form than it does with the 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 way it, it functions behind the scenes, at least in my era. That like. Um, uh, that I stopped watching comedy, like for, for the just suffering the anxiety of influence. I mean, yeah. growing up, like again, when I was being similar age, like the stuff that I tried on in 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 the nineties was one thing, but then the stuff that I was truly that truly had me gravitate towards wanting to do better and better work or or at a at a higher level and and, and try to find another room where I could be even dumber than the one I was in. Right, was something like Mister Show. So like the yeah. anxiety of Mister Show is. When you're sitting at a keyboard getting ready to write a sketch, right, is debilitating it's for me personally. To overcome, yeah. it, 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 it's really, really difficult because it just it I, it transcended. Um, it made me in the Midwest feel like I was in on all this stuff that they were satirizing. But then you're like, I hear that. But then also, you know, more cowbell, Mr. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin. So many sketches. Uh, were you in the Beauty and the Beast one, the Ass Castle? Do you remember the Ass Castle? That was with Jared Butler, if I remember correctly. I play think the that Beast? might be right. I just remember Mulaney wrote it. I, I think and, that – I don't think I was. Okay. Um, but I was um, – but yes. What I'm saying is we see the hurdle, the insurmountable hurdle yeah. of Mr. Show. And then like so many of the things that get over the hurdle are like – yeah, pure silliness. One hundred percent. Oh, I know. I would have been better served if I had the mentality. If I hadn't, you know, hit my own personal comedy bell curve, where I was against fart jokes unless they were a flatulence joke. You know, like you know, like, like there's a little bit of that comedy snob, you know, sort of right. journey you got to go through. I feel like I would have been better served had I been hired like out of Chicago. You know, when I should have been in level five. Yeah, uh, and that the show really does serve that. But at the same time, I. I, you know, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to, you know, I mean, not that I was in the mix at all then, right. but but I just know for myself, like, oh, if I that would have period. put more, that that joy, yeah, which is a, a journey that, you know, when you, again, looking back over it, because you don't know when you're in it, you sort of even forget people watch the fucking show, because you're just, yeah. you know, you're yeah. on to the next one, and then you're walking around on Sunday, and people are like, hey, good job, and you're like, oh, all right, thanks, <laughs> how'd you get in? Oh, right, it's on TV. Um, but, I didn't see you there. But it's like the sketch that we did that the first time we did it was that Gerard Butler show was this thing called What Up With That? Yeah. Uh, that, you know, Keenan Thompson and, and Brian Which Tucker Which is so wrote. silly. So silly and so excellent. And like, I, all I did was dance in it. And it is, if people come up to me, yeah. 75% no, of the time. No, I mentioned time, you were doing the podcast and that, it was like, hey, what's up with that? And people I'm love like, it. That's crazy. And yet, and yet. You're dancing. But that, that is what I think of too. But that dancing is what I used to do when I was like. 15 and the only white kid right. you know, or one of the only white kids on an all-black basketball team when I was the Jim Carrey of my AAU team right. to make you know the black kids you know dance and I was you know I was watching House Party and right. you know and so I knew all these all these moves and uh, and then I then I did it like in a play like in college and then I did it mm-hmm. literally the the episode before I got hired into the cast when we did like a Super Bowl shuffle thing with Horatio <laughs> Sands uh, that that he played Ditka in like it, like doing just the fucking running man has been yeah. like such a 
thing throughout it's your my life. Card. Yeah, that it's that here <laughs> here I go through Second City and Improv Olympic, and I you know I, you know I go to Boom Chicago and I yeah. work there. I work in Second City in Las Vegas. I get hired at SNL. I take all these class you know w- w- hired at SNL, and I think for me it's me like the thing I'm you know that I get the most uh, you know the, you know geeky kind of comedy thrill out of is is knowing where the frame ends and knowing when I jump in from the <laughs> side that it looks like I'm jumping off of something versus just jumping into it like that's the thing I'm getting geeky about and yet everybody's just like no man that, that dancing that joy that you have when yeah. you dance is the same joy that I had when I was 13 and it's like such a like a very moving lesson to realize where yeah. it's like don't lose Never anybody that does anything for a living, like which is the majority of us, luckily with you know unemployment being so low as we hear, (laughs) uh, that like find that joy somewhere, find find it somewhere within it, and and just own it. (laughs) Right, those are your magic beans. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you only and you actually start. It's kind of mythic. You start with what you have yeah. later. Right. You know, like it reminds me of like Kumail, my, of course. our dear friend, um, never talked about being from Pakistan or anything. And then, you know, with, uh, with you know, good reason, I said mm-hmm. he wanted to just be known as a comedian. And then when his number comes in and he writes his movie, he writes it about being from Pakistan and that, yeah. that experience. Similarly, you had the running man yeah. at the beginning. Well, you have at the beginning when the time is right, yeah. you represent it. It'll serve And you. then like so much of our job, I feel like now is trying to find and reconnect to that, that innocent, wonder-filled, joyful time when comedy was just about yeah. the second show on Saturday in, yeah. in Kansas City. Yeah. I've, yes. I would, I would 100% agree with that. And, 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 and SNL – and that time in my life, like it, it, it was, it was toughy. To, it, it was a, a toughy is a way for me to say tough and tricky. Uh, toughy. <laughs> it was a toughy. Uh, it was tough to get there for me. It really, it really was. But, but that's like I never would have necessarily wrote that for myself. But like, yeah, Colin Jost wrote a thing for me, like uh, for me and Fred was in it too. Uh, early on, like the the first man in the history of the world to dance, and it was me. <laughs> it was me dancing silent, but no one would know it was me because we had tons of caveman makeup <laughs> on. Uh, and then, uh, and then, like, what up with that is, uh, you know, which which someone else had to write for me, and like right. Brian Tucker just had to write, you know, Jason hip hop dances. Yeah. Fred plays saxophone. Jason hip hop dances. I and love that's it. that. And that, that's and so it's that for me. It always need I needed the uh, needed to be the permit. I, I wouldn't choose silly for myself when I was at SNL. Oh, wow. But but when when someone was you know kind enough to 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 write it. For me, I, 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 I tried to do it to the best of my ability. What did you think was going to be your thing? That's very interesting. At SNL? Because you, you do have the – you got the deep voice. You have a look that could almost be – although Parnell, they used to make him be silly all the time. Sure. That became like yeah. a joke. Yeah. But I could have seen but he, you he – But he could play it so seriously. You know, he, right. was so, he was so gifted at uh, – What did you imagine for yourself if it wasn't straight silly beans? At, at SNL? Yeah. I think it was going to be. I, 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 th- I thought – I think, you know – because you could have gone like a Daily Show route, something that's not oh, that's sure. something dry. Sure, yeah. I mean, I you know I I, I auditioned for for Weekend Update before uh, Amy and Tina did it, and then before Seth and Amy did it, and, and you know, and I and I feel comfortable in that space being like a you know that version of myself and, right. and that. But I love that I said Daily I, Show when there is a Daily Show thing on SNL. Yeah, <laughs> some would even say it was first, but. I, uh, <laughs> But you know, I'm sure. There, I'm sure. You know. Well, we can prove that. Yeah, yeah. We can prove yeah. that it was first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, that makes me think of one of my favorite jokes and stories of all time with Norm Macdonald. Uh, 
Yeah. I think it's okay, but yeah, Norm, I, I hung out with him, uh, this was several years ago, I, I got to be on Dennis Miller's podcast with him, like, these are two of my favorites, yeah. you know, despite whatever, you know, people feel about Dennis and his politics now, like, literally it shaped also how I thought jokes were said, oh, going back to our sure. earlier thing, and, and it was just a thing that my, I would listen to with my father uh, on the way to school uh, when I was in trouble, and by the time I'd get to school, we'd be laughing instead of being in trouble. It was like, so it was a very romantic moment. But then afterwards, uh, Norm and I go get food. And he said he had been, you know, I'd been showing my kid these, uh, you know, uh, videos of me on uh, YouTube there, you know, the YouTube. And I was like, <laughs> uh, showing him old things that I did. And he, and he looks at me and goes, Oh, dad, you're, you're, uh, you're doing Seth Meyers. And I, and I go, Oh, no. My kid doesn't know how time works. <laughs> And I, I still to this day, I don't know if he riffed that because we were just talking about like just like update or, 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 or like, but it was just, it knocked me out. It, it, like when he said that, I was just like, oh my goodness. Like it doesn't know how time, sometimes a joke's so good you just want to say it. You just, you just want to try and say That's it. how I have to say it every time it, it, it comes up, like the, the oh, idea no. of time travel. It's so brilliant. My it's not it doesn't know how time and works. And just to your point about like, you know, like Seth, like any of us, we're, you know, we grew up, you know, no, you Norm's see rhythms. Yeah. I you know which one I saw recently that I Who? loved? Is and this is because I do I feel like I have a decent knack for this. Like if if, if all goes to shit, I'm going to go into um, image consulting. Uh, what is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know yet. It'll be on the business card under my weird last name. Image uh, consulting. <laughs> but no, I've been watching a lot of with uh, our little boy um, a lot of Mary Poppins and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Uh-huh. And I have I have reason to believe, and it's not a dig. But I believe that that um, Dick Van Dyke Dick Van Dyke was a heavy influence on George Clooney. Really? Yes. That's you my. You see it everywhere because you, you, like there's just a little. Yeah, you like, watch Paul Newman and you go, "Oh, Brad Pitt should write him a check for every part he's ever played." I mean, you know, come on. It's like it's like <laughs> that yeah. sounds like shots fired. It's also just a compliment. Paul no, Newman was fucking incredible. dope as shit. Absolutely. And we paused a Paul Newman movie once, yeah, and we yeah. were like. You could ask a hundred people, a hundred people would say that's Brad Pitt. Yeah. Oh, no kid. Just the look. Yeah. Just the look. And then you just kind of do a minimal thing and look that way. Yeah. I mean, if you're both those guys, like just, you know, uh, you know, with the sound off, like handsome as hell. Right. Like I'd, you know, give anything to have any of that going on. Uh, (laughs) But then to also have the ability to manipulate, manipulate your emotions and serve a story. Yeah. Yeah. Go nuts. He's good. The world's yeah. yours, yeah. These guys are good. Then you, you I'm know, a, I'm I'm a, gonna make popcorn and give all the proceeds to charity. You like Jesus, man. Leave, you leave us no room to be excellent left on earth. <laughs> we can't hit that Newman bar. We can't hit the Newman bar. For you can't have a Newman lemon no, bar. That's true. Oh. Okay, okay. I do like, I do like his lemonade. He does um, have a good lemonade. Yeah. He brought lemonade back in a big way. Yeah, the country time guy was like, I'm out. Shit. I'm tapping out. He's like, Newman's like, I'll take it. Yeah, and I'll give all the money away. <laughs> yeah. But first I want to show you how much it is in a frame check and then give it to charity because I don't even need it because I'm Newman. <laughs> you wish you were better looking? I mean – This isn't one of those shows. We're just two guys yeah. talking. I'm, I'm curious that like well, – I wish I looked like Paul Newman or Brad Pitt. Because like, for be comedy, neat. you're like very handsome. Well, that's very kind of you. Sam. You know what it's I mean. It's also like, very mean of you to say. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean. You're not I, Brad Pitt. No, but like, no, no, no. In the world, you're kind of one of our top guys. Well, that's very sweet. Think of, you of to some say, of the I names guess. you've mentioned: Horatio Sands, yeah, Fred. No, These great are faces. weird looking. Great faces. <laughs> I'm just great kidding. Face. I'm very just kidding. photogenic. Like literally, little. Um, but you're comedy handsome guy. Like horrible bosses. They're like, we Gosh. need somebody that's comedy and handsome. Yeah, I don't feel. Well, but I mean, and maybe, you're married to beautiful. Like I'm interested. Yeah. Like you yeah. seem to like beauty. 
I'm, I'm, I've been, You're married I've, to a very I'm, beautiful I'm, I'm woman. Very, I am. I am very. Oh, I mean, we're engaged technically, but oh, but, sorry, she, but she's very beautiful. No, that's not a bad thing. Either. I guess I would. That, that's lifetime. what put it in my brain was I was like, oh, Jason likes beautiful things. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Me and Rufus Wainwright. <laughs> beautiful things. I I do. And then yeah. I was like, how does that reflect on you? And then I caught not caught. I heard you yeah. say something like, I, I wish I looked like Brad. But I, I mean, th- those but are don't too you specific. Be? You know? I mean, specifically Paul Newman. I think is like is like a bonkers. It would be nuts to right. look like that. But would you rather be the funny guy you are? I'd rather be me. Who, yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm I I'm, I'm 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 comfy there. But I but I do know that there's. I, 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 the perception that you're talking about, I, 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 I understand, but do not accept because the because I don't see myself, but I know how I feel. You know what I, I mean? See. And also, how good looking do you feel? Oh, I guess it's six. I don't know. It fluctuates. I have to imagine it fluctuates. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just sometimes you wake up and you just have like one of those small dick days. You know, just like I can't, I can't. Did I just get out of the pool? Yeah. What's going on? I can't even dream about a pool. Oh no! Someone's put some gum in my pubic hair. Nope, that's my dick. You know, dicks smell like grape. But I really the I feel like. Uh, but yeah, no, but but I think that that's. But I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm okay with that. In high school, were you the not as attractive guy in the group of friends? I don't. What I, here's what. Let's just I get remember. to what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, is yeah. like, uh, what are we? I'm noticing just how much healing I've gotten from comedy. Like sure. you, yes. you referenced feeling dumb, and I felt mm-hmm. dumb so much of junior high and high school. Yeah. So what you said really re- re- resonated with me was put on a show, keep it from getting to the book that I couldn't read because yeah. yeah, yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody like taught me how to read. I knew yeah, how yeah. to read, but nobody like taught me like, look, it's boring. You're, sometimes you're going to start the paragraph over and over and over, but that's yeah. what reading yeah. is. <laughs> I just thought I was bad at it, so I gave up. I remember in the reading comprehension test, like uh, reading the question and then going back. I didn't. I, they say to read the whole thing and then answer the. I would do it the opposite. I would read the question and then go hunt for the answer, so I wouldn't get through interesting. it. Interesting, you know, because that takes a lot longer. Yeah, we were looking for little hacks around. I hated yeah. all that stuff. No, I was. I wanted to be. My mom wouldn't let me see Ferris Bueller in the theater because she was like, "You'll get, you'll get a bad, bad ideas." And that came out like six, you know, again like six, seven, sixth grade. She's not a, wrong. Though. She's not wrong. <laughs> She's not wrong. I read the fucking book. Remember when they do, they do like novelizations? Oh, I read the book Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Not God. a real book. Just literally, just you know, the script. I read the book of Batman. <laughs> yeah, I did too. You did. Yeah. Do you remember that it mentions, like, in the opening scene, the, who are you? I'm Batman. That whole scene? No. Yeah, but I remember It mentions that the guy shits his pants. So then I would watch the movie and I'd go to my friend to go, he shits his pants. It's in the book. (laughs) (laughs) That's how how excited. You're talking about the Tim Burton one. Yeah, the Tim Burton. Yeah, Michael Keaton. Yeah, yeah. I I was, yeah. No, I was so fired up. We saw that me and my buddy Ryan Landry saw that noon at Glenwood Theaters. Yes. Yeah. Like that's how fired up we were, and I read the book beforehand. Oh, really? Before? Before? There's also a comic book. Did you read the comic? book? I never, I never, never aware of the. No, I knew the the Batman '66 show, but I, I I never grew. Oh, I didn't mean that. I meant there was a comic book of the movie. Oh no, I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That wasn't. I thought you were being a smartass. No, no, no. Oh, there's a comic book. Oh no, no, no. No, no. Source material. There was a comic book of the Tim Burton, and you'd still enjoy it. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, just a drawing version of that. Do they draw like? Like Jack Nicholson as the Joker? Yeah, it's basically oh, cool. him. Mick Napier? No. Jack Napier, right? Jack yeah. Mick Napier. How about that? Yeah, that was you know, the second time I heard that last name. I was like, and he did not he did not live it down. Mick's an incredible guy. <laughs> Do you remember a great lesson he taught you? Mick? Yeah. 
Because you, you, yeah, you're oh in gosh. the improv. You're in the improv. Yeah, yeah. And you're, like I said, as a joke, the standard white male improv star. Yes. At some point, you are going to have to learn some pretty interesting lessons that I'm hoping we could talk about. Yeah, yeah. To help you set apart. Because we, guys like us, that got into improv, yeah. that had the tap shoe confidence. <laughs> right. Thought we could all move to. See, I think it's ignorance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit of ignorance. <laughs> Which is what goes Helpful a long way. These ignorance days. Yeah. that we were like, I think I can do this. Yeah, that's that Dunning Kruger thing that, like, I remember you and Derek having just listened to um, the podcast where you guys were on talking about that. It's like the Trump thing. Like, well, you don't know you're not supposed to be right. where you are. Right, right. Yeah. And you, we, you need to have a little bit of that. Yes. To- yeah. Hopefully it's not toxic, but you get that confidence. I can do this. But then you move there. You realize that you just got off the bus with 50 other white mm-hmm. dudes that were funny and improv yeah. in college or whatever. Mm-hmm. What helped you refine the process? Because I, I, I still don't understand how you stood out. It's a, it's a, it's a Looking back, you have to go like the numbers were kind of crazy. Oh, very crazy. Very crazy. I, I, I still – to the point now that w- when um, – you know the conversation of representation and diversity, which I completely am, uh, agree with and, and I'm all for. I, I, I'm kind of like, oh, but are the are there enough? Are the horses there? Because I, I just think of like 20 kids every during my time, every eight weeks starting a class, and it being 16 white dudes. Yeah, you know, and then maybe within those white dudes, there's like you know two lefties, you know, right, uh, right, right, you know, and and like maybe maybe a gay fella, like, but right. like, but it, it just, but now I'm sure it's 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 quite different. And uh, no, I. I don't you're, know. you're right to bring that up. We should check our prevalence. We should have like a sound effect. When I would hope. I would hope with like you know Amy and Tina's influence, yeah. like just in the, in the, like every. I mean, every amazing female that to, that there are more parents that are kind of like you know <laughs> laughing at those women thing, and then when their daughter does something funny that it isn't like as weird, marginalized, as yeah, jarring. yeah, exactly. Or what whatever. are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I, I assume. <laughs> are you, uh, well, I, talk about the way that we learn from things. We were talking about who we learned comedy from, who mm-hmm. we were imitating and stuff. Culture is dictated by something. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like meaning you're saying Tina and Amy made us more likely to laugh at young girls and that's 100% oh, true. Oh, Ellen for me. Like Ellen, Ellen was right up there. That was another one that I tried on. That's another cadence and personality. Yeah. Like I had Which I would argue she on. was doing a lot of Letterman too, not in a bad way. She just reminded me of that sort of I like could, we're in the back yeah. of the classroom right I now. could see that, yeah. Just a little bit. But Letterman obviously a huge influence too. But. Right. Um, but I don't know what it was in Chicago. I can I I know I know something was happening. Something was was coming off me immediately that was responded to in a way that I think was um, uh, jarring to to uh, other folks. Like I mean it, I mean it, what kind of jarring? Bad jarring? Good jarring? I, it, I mean I think a little bit of I mean a little bit of both. It depended. It, it like like I mean I'm like my I mean it's it's weird to talk about because it's. Because I'm not, I'm not bragging. It like it literally happened, but it felt I was a little embarrassed by it. Like I remember the very first scene, like at Improv Olympic, like first class, uh, and um, and uh, it was a scene in Charna Halpern, the the, the, yeah. the matriarch of of the place. And Dell Dell was still alive at this point, so that's who whoever you know was trying to get to in level five, have him take his classes. Um, but it was like the first scene, and she paired me up. She paired us up, you know, two at a time, and you know, eight different. You know, couples ago on that it was uh, myself and uh, another fella, and it was all about doing scenes that usually resonate in in conflict. And I was like, "You two are ordering a pizza," and uh, and I remember just sort of latching on to what didn't know it was called then. It's just the way we joked around, but it was also probably the influence of playing improv games, short form games. Yeah. That then, when you found all you're doing is manufacturing 
the games that they teach, like at UCB, you're right. just you're they're doing it from the outside, like the referee is doing it. Okay, now right. now do this, now do that. You know, right. you, you can just choose those games within your head. Was sort of, I guess, how my Same brain sort of snapped now. into it. Yeah, yeah, it just there's nobody blowing a whistle and right. and telling you to do it right. now. Do right. the game now. It was like, and it was like, okay, let's order, let's order. It's like, what do you want to get? Uh, and uh, you know, pizza, uh, I'll get pepperoni. I was like, okay, but we got to go to this one place. And this was my suggestion. Like, was like, we got to go to this one place. A girl brings it to your door, <laughs> and and it was just like, okay, fine, I don't care. Like, but what do you want to get? I go get whatever you want, man. I don't care. <laughs> we just got to order it from this place because you understand, a girl brings it to your door. <laughs> like, and it was not uh, implying anything about it being actually prostitution. It was just, I would just keep coming back to that. And I'm like, you know, 21, like literally just 21, just having September of 97 before uh, I might. And 20- it got a big laugh the first time you yeah, said Yeah, the that? class, yeah, the first laugh, first yeah. laugh, and then the, sec- the second laugh is bigger laugh, and then, and then after the scene, it was just this. It was just Sharna going, that was great. Who are you? Like, no. and, and, and that who are you, like, W- w- was weird. That's the best. Who are you? I've ever heard. But it's, but it's, it, like, and have you done this before? This work before? I was like, well, I did like uh, comedy sports in Kansas City. She's like, okay, well, you're very good. And like, it was she like, she didn't. Swear to God. And, I and, love like, it. But I didn't buy it Jason, because that's what I wanted so badly. I, I would die always waiting I, for something. It makes me. It makes me like a little you know. emotional to think about it because because yes. then you're kind of like, at the same time, it, it, like I, I like. It felt weird because the same thing kind of happened in my second city classes. And uh, what happened there? Well, just the same. I I, I, I love just that story. The... And by the way, no one thinks you're bragging. These are these are those great. Something I say on the podcast all the time is you yeah. follow the dream that's also following you, right? It, so you're getting this. But that's feedback. what that's why it makes me emotional because yeah. it's like because it, that's what it felt like because it's the same reason why I believe yes, American Idol was fascinating because you had the three judges and you had the one guy being mean. But also, what we love more than anything <laughs> is like pitch. you know right yeah exactly. <laughs> one's mean. <laughs> <laughs> but he's British. It's okay. It's okay. Like the, all that, that their their chemistry was fascinating. All that, but it, but I really do believe at the end of the day, it's about like someone like Carrie Underwood, who who's just you know singing her brains out, probably at church. We can only assume in Oklahoma, right. who then goes in for this, and then is like you're saying, like like what you know, the chicken or the egg, like the right. te- like it's just. And so here I make this. Her dream was following her, and she didn't even win that show. I can't remember if she did or not. But I think she, you know, she didn't win. Yeah, she made it, but but like it doesn't matter because yeah. she's she's clearly doing what she's supposed exactly. to. Exactly. We are drawn to people that are doing what they ought to be doing. Yes, we, we like really clocks are. to tell time. We like comedians, we, and and you're right. I can see it. I, I I'm in that theater now. That's mm-hmm. why I love that story. What happened at Second City? Do you remember the scene? Um, well, no, Second City. The the second city like weird thing that happened was I, I I got in on my first audition which you were told well before and this was like a gift from a number of people that uh, Mick Napier included you know we we, we get paired up um, again and we had an odd number in our audition this is to audition to become an understudy for the touring company mm. um, and. We had an odd number, and the first scene I did was with my buddy Ed Goodman, who I did. Uh, Perfect improv audition, amazing. buddy. Uh, but he's also like one of my dear. He was my he was my hero before, like Scott Adsit and Kevin Dorf and like uh, and Tina at Second City. Yeah. When I first started comedy sports, I would drive downtown to see if his Volvo was in the parking lot wow. because I didn't want to call and ask who was playing as a new as a new person because right, right. well you know this person is you know if I was looking if they listed to me like oh the eight people that have been there forever but not like Ed or Eric right. or Corey or Jeremy these guys that ended up becoming my my you know teammates like yeah. my my, my yeah, sketch yeah, group yeah, yeah. and everything in Kansas that like so that's so Ed was my you know so to get to do it with him 
we do a scene that because we had a head class with Mick and he knew our vibe and so he put us up there and and, and gave us a good chance to to shine. And then the last guy, I had no idea, was uh, a guy that came in every single year because it's an open call. You don't have to be equity or anything like that. Is and uh, and they Mick was like and, and you know Jason, why don't you uh, you know um, do it with this guy? And I didn't forget his name or anything. And we started doing a scene. You're playing darts, okay. So we start playing darts, and the guy—I don't even realize it—and I think this is—and I've done this has been the case with everything all, all my life, especially with the performance side. It's like I don't get into a judgmental mode, like once in it, like we're in the boat together. Like I, if it's sinking, like I don't know because I'm in the boat with you. Like right, it's just right. we're getting taller or shorter. I don't know what's going on, but right, right. we just start throwing darts. And I guess looking back at it now, and again, the only reason I have a, an awareness of this. Uh, of this scene is not because of from doing it, but from the way it was spoken about later in life. Uh, but we're doing a scene, and he's asking questions the whole time, uh, and I'm just you know answering questions, and <coughs> it's like a boy. You mean scene. in the bad way? Y- yes, yeah. one would one yeah. would say in the yeah. bad way. Yeah. You're not supposed to. And this right. was something that this is a guy that like I said, it was like an Elvis impersonator who would he didn't wasn't in I character, but he was I, like one of those guys. Until this moment, though, I wasn't sure you were going to be like, and that person was Will Ferrell. I know. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Like, I thought no, this no, was this one was, of those. This was a guy that they're like, well, if anybody can like make see make something out of this, Mick really? told me later was like was like, well, I thought maybe you could do something with it, and you uh. did. And at that time, what I didn't know was. <laughs> Was that a, uh, a a teacher of mine, a guy, a really great writer, really um, outstanding, like Chicago uh, and New York um, improviser named Peter Gwynn, who, who started like, Baby Wants Candy. He was sitting off to the side. He was in touring company this time. And I guess he was sitting off to the side. And again, the only reason I know this happened was because there was uh, a fellow named Jason Chin who had this website who uh, in the improv communities, he's, he's since passed on, but Peter wrote a thing about the second city auditions, like to, to everybody in Chicago. Wait, how to audition? How to audition. No, I read that. Do you know the dart scene? Have you? Well, I don't expect you to remember. There's a scene, he plays verbatim. He doesn't say it's me, but he goes, I only know one person that got, in, that got into second city on their first audition. And it's, it's didn't say who it was me, but he goes, it was based on this scene. And it's that dart scene. Uh, that he he wrote verbatim, like and that, so that's how I'm aware of this being a thing. All I know is that I was what? just I was just trying to make. I thought that, I literally thought this guy was a wizard. I thought he was brilliant. When I came off there, I go, well, that guy fucking that guy was great. You thought he was great? Yes, yes. And of so there's course. like some lesson. You weren't playing it snarky. You not were playing, at all. You were there with him. I was. I, it's an it's an it's a scary thing to to like. Yes. Be, be right next to yeah, to but, be have the to be outside the thing that you want that I moved to Chicago to possibly do like Second yeah. City. But you know, it's the with, opposite. Ne- next to my buddy Ed, like that's a which who I will always be, you know, defer to in many many instances. Even though externally people may may think otherwise, but that's the, the way. Like Lauren would always talk about like the Beatles. He's like, you know, George is still the baby around Paul. I can't. I'm not even. That's ah. my worst Lauren impression ever. But uh, we'll get there. But it's like. <laughs> That's how I thought the guy was a genius. But then Peter wrote this thing, and and when I read, I was like, I was like, I'll be darned! I didn't know that that was. When you said Peter Gwynn, I was like, Yeah, I remember his rules for auditioning. He's like, You only have a couple minutes. Yep. Uh, Get mad. Yeah. He's like, If nothing else is working, just get mad. How dare you sit down in front of me? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's like, You cannot sit in that chair at a time like this. He's absolutely right. Isn't that good? Yeah, because like most people like do a nice nice guy improv. Like like, you know, wait for them to talk. It's everything that the annoyance was against. Can you tell what what did you do? He so you're playing darts and what was do you remember any of the questions that he asked and how you kind of turned that into something? I think it was like literally, you know I think it was like just 
the same thing I believe it, it, it helps any male and female getting a partner uh, beyond maybe uh, their their looks would necessarily provide is uh, listened. <laughs> you <laughs> it, listen. It's literally about listening and even listening to the point of like like if he was like okay so what is this is like oh yeah this is darts you know like like just like listening and considering. And maybe not even speaking the line of whatever the thought is beforehand. I I, I can't really. I I may be able to pull it you back were... if I looked at the if I looked at the dialogue itself. Yeah. But it was kind of like I may be thinking, oh, you know, oh, this guy's crazy, but only within the reality of this dartboard scene, not the audition. We have to yeah. look it up. I was, yeah, can if I you look can find it, up? it Yeah, if you can find it, yeah. I bet we can find yeah, it. Peter I Quinn's used to read that all the time. I love Jason's website because he also had access before I moved to Chicago, Mick Napier's uh, journal, because he was st- uh, Jason was the stage manager of this amazing show, Paradigm Lost, which was, you know, uh, was Adsit, Dorf, a, a fellow named Amazing Guy, Jim Zulovic, who's passed on, Jenna Jolovitz, Rachel Dratch, and Tina were the three and three, three males, three females. And he wrote a whole journal about making this show that was just just thrilling to read in Kansas knowing that I, I, I want to move to Chicago. Yeah. So I, I knew, knew about and of McNapier in the early days, days of the internet because he was, um, you know, kind enough to, to write through his process of directing that show that then he published on Jason's website. So that's how I even knew about this website. So I then to be it. anonymously referenced, but those yeah. are the, those are the, in, the, the, the instances. So it was like, you know, and then I, I got in. So, so then by the time, so I never did it. You did? You found it? We found it. I'm so okay, sorry. Yeah, 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 you yeah. are real show business, man. You're a broadcaster. How about that? How about that? You kept the, the yarn going the whole <laughs> time. I loved it. <laughs> sorry, you I'm really just thinking you did it. Unintentionally, but I love it. Yeah, I watched it two years ago of the guy who got hired in his first audition. He got hired largely thanks to this exchange with a guy who had apparently never taken an improv class. <laughs> a is playing darts. Uh, that's me, I guess. B he says, what are you doing? Jason Suday. Yeah, exactly. And I say, I'm just Another. playing darts. He goes, how do you play? Well, you just stand behind this line, throw the darts at the board. Is that the line? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's probably how I would have done it, knowing here now. Yeah. Uh, and yes. so, it's, yeah, so if you play B, yeah, what am I doing? I'll be B. I, I got, I got, I got Let's do the whole thing from the beginning. Okay, here we go. Um, All right, so I'm playing This darts. is the yeah. worst, for context, this is the yeah. worst <laughs> improv thing yeah. turned into the best. Here we go. And you start playing darts. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm just playing darts. How do you play? Well, well, you just you want to stand behind this line and you throw a you throw a dart at the board. Huh. Is that the line? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, it is. Is that a dart? With this, yeah, that, this <laughs> is this is a dart. Can I try? Yeah, sure. Here you go. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, now he, Peter writes here, excise, two minutes of B not throwing the dart. Finally, B throws the dart, and it's clear from the look on A's face that B has thrown a bullseye, <laughs> which was true. Like, like, oh. like I remember that. I remember <laughs> and that. then I say, yeah. I missed the board. I mean, it was everything. <laughs> it was like... It was everything! It was... It was and just to... <clears throat> yeah. But it was like, you know, it's very SNL. Like, you didn't panic. No. You got a part... So you got the thing. This is for Second City. Yeah, I, mean, yeah I got to. I, I got hired. I got shortlisted to be an understudy for the touring company for Second City, which was well, which, at which, the which, time. Which, which, which but I, I'm just saying, like you know. Uh, but for me, 
But that, I mean, that was it. I was on, I was on my way. And it was like right, that, of that, that validation of like, oh, God. But you didn't panic. See, no. I think a lot of people go in thinking I'm going to be – I know I did. I went in being like, I'm going to be super hilarious. In fact, I remember the other sure. people auditioning yeah. and what they did. It's almost like a car crash. You remember every detail. Yeah, yeah. I remember my terrible scene. I still remember – I sing it sometimes. Mm-hmm. The, there's this guy and he was very good. He was kind of like you. Like he was playing it small. It's an audition. He was being very cool about it. Yeah. And this other guy was playing it a little bit more comedy sports just for laughs, yeah. gags, not to put it down. But yeah. he was really trying to get laughs. Sure. And it was too late for that. Like everyone was tired in the room. It sucked. And the guy goes, uh, yeah, I was, in a, I was in a musical called uh, Humans. And the other guy did – this is the guy that I thought wasn't as good necessarily – was like, well, gee, I'd love to hear some of it. You know that move? Yeah. He p- practically played it out to the audience yeah. like, well, gee, Dale, yeah. sure would love to hear some of it. And this is what the guy did. He went, we're all humans, every one. And that's all he did. And I really appreciated that he didn't try to make like a flourishy, rhyme schemey, impressive right. thing. He just sang that and was like, dude, get yeah. out of my fucking face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was more – he kind of did what you did, yeah. meaning the audition is I'm not going to panic. I'm going to stay sure-footed. And when I say it seems SNL-y, it's like the audition isn't about going like, oh, shoot, diarrhea on my fucking encyclopedias. Sure. Yeah. It was about just – Playing the scene. Yeah. And the joke became how bad the other guy was, but not in a mean way, in, no. a, in a beautiful way. No, I, had no, I literally had no idea. I vividly remember thinking, like, like walking out with Ed being, hey, how was that last scene? That guy was, that guy was good, yeah? <laughs> like, 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 kinda, like is... that kind of vibe. So, 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 so to read that, like when I was still living in Chicago, I forget when, when Peter wrote that, but, but I was, I was kind of like, oh, wow, okay. I, I didn't know that. It sounded like 2014. Is that too late? No, much later. Earlier, earlier. than that. Earlier than Somebody that. reposted it. Yeah, this yeah. is what Pete yes. says. He wrote, everybody appreciated the fact that A, Jason Suday, <laughs> twice I've made you laugh at that, had just let this guy drive the scene supporting his moves since B wouldn't support A's. Then A made the guy a dart prodigy. He made him look great. B's last line notwithstanding. That there is something going on in improv. That's kind of why mm-hmm. when I said I thought it was dirty that Second City would improvise to write a sketch. Mm-hmm. Now I don't care. That's yeah. a great way to do it. Yeah. But at the time, there was something kind of reverent and special about the uh, capacity for improv to be beautiful. Yeah. To be kind of healing. Like, yeah. You should have been eye on, I want this, I got to be funny. It should have been taking you out of it, how bad this guy was. I, ju- I don't have that. But I it's almost like, it reminds sports, me. Sports, I think sports got that got that out of me can, a little bit. Really? Yeah, for some reason that like, I, yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. and and, and that You didn't want to crush it. Yes, but not not you did, but you didn't. But not it, at the expense of your. It does party. not mean other people. That's like, right. You know what I mean? Like like I I, I um. Anagasire told stories about Will Ferrell being similar. Like he just kind of wants to get laughs. He wants to yeah. be silly and fun yeah. and do it. Yeah. He told the story of like <laughs> he signed up for uh, a line dancing class mm-hmm. and then he also got this like scholarship thing. But if he took the scholarship, he couldn't do the line dancing. And he was like, I just want to line dance. So there's something similar about like you weren't in that moment thinking what was owed to you, what the Not timeline you were on. I was told that the first audition is just for the next audition. Right. Like, you know, I, I just want to, you know. But isn't that beautiful? It's, the, it's like the no mind thing. You're swinging the samurai sword. Yeah, you're not yeah. thinking about it. You have a little bit of that 
Zen vibe, and you did very well. It's the even re- though you and the reverence trying. towards the place, like it, 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 and and towards you know Mick, you know who who was a, a giant influence, and in many ways still is because he's one of those one of the 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 you know the Greek chorus members that are sort of always in our head, you know yeah. we, that we sort yeah. of perform towards or wonder what they would think. Yeah, it only gets bigger as you go throughout life, but but he's he's definitely uh, one of them. Um, did you get to study with Dell? Yeah, one class. You did? One class, yeah. Yeah, I was right towards the end. I was I was in the in in town there. Um What was that? It was I mean, I have I have a good I had a good uh foot rooted in in the history of of the city too cuz my my aunt and uncle had done Second City and you know oh, New wow. Dell is oh, like yeah. a, a director George Wint, George Wint but uh, and my aunt Bernadette Burkett um we Please was, only mention George. Yeah, right. No. Um, <laughs> she loves that. She loves that. But uh but you know like the She loves the, that. So, so, but then through him, I had like this tremendous access to this this great generation that was like Pat Finn, Dave Keckner, Kevin Dorf, um, John Glazer. Like um, through through just and George would be like, if I had any questions about the improv world, he'd ask Pat. Pat was there more recently, um, yeah. and and um, so I'd, I'd I'd pepper Pat with questions, and he would say with Dell even at that point, and so I'm you're talking about like '98 with me. He's like he could end up talking for three hours. But he will say something in that three hours that will be unlike anything you've you know you'll get from anywhere else in that city or or, or from anywhere else possibly mm. on earth. Mm. Um, so it's worth it for that because he would be kind of I don't want to well, put him would, down not droning on but oh, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he would leave in the middle of scenes to go pee. I mean you know we didn't know he was you know as I mean, you know like it was a lot of throat clearing and, and stuff in the middle of the scene and like like violent throat clearing like where you also where you could hear you know stuff cooking in, in there yeah exactly it wasn't just like a, oh it's no. loosening yeah so it's finally and then he'd leave go one walk down the hall and go to the restroom in the middle of your scene you're kind of like do we keep going but uh but then there was then there were all of my contemporaries or people that had only been there for a couple of years that were a little bit against them uh not against them but like loved and rightfully so, and I understand why. Like going to take class with Mark Sutton or Susan Messing or Joe <laughs> Bill or McNapier at the Annoyance, because it was just like reps. It's like you just you just did so many scenes, so much focused on the individual. You right, know? right. Dell was trying to you know do this big thing that that worked clearly. Uh, I mean, he influenced so many people from like the people that we mentioned from early SNL days to uh, to like you know just as 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 recently and as beautifully as like the UCB you know right. uh, uh, gang that that. I was a little bit more leaned in there as opposed to arms crossed because I was waiting to hear this one, one thing. Do you remember any of the one thing? I, yeah, there are a few. Uh, probably my f- my my absolute favorite, and I don't believe it it was him th- that said it originally, uh, but he said it to me originally was uh, remember to that it's important to, and I want to. It's a little bit of wordplay, so I want to make sure I say it right. Is uh, it's it's more important to uh, love. Uh, the art in yourself versus yourself in the art. Mm, wow. um, if, if I'm, if, 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 yeah, if no, I'm that saying that, right. but but and that comes back. I come to back to that all the time. I, I actually have a tendency to to for a little bit sign people off that that when they when they when it when it becomes more about the messenger than the message yeah. is, is the other way that people say well, that's it. the ickiness of showbiz. I suppose you can start to yeah. lose yourself, but it happens in like, politics too. It happens everywhere. It yeah. happens every like like you know. Fame, fame is is a motherfucker, and 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 it, it's um it's it's intoxicating in a way that well, can that's really going really back be to you weird. doing the Running Man, the Magic mm-hmm. Beans. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's been it's that. been a real theme on this podcast. Like, I don't know if you listen to Mark Duplass, for example. We talked about soul no. points, yeah. 
and and I, people listening knew I was going to bring that up is because that's been my fascinating thing is like Dell seemed like a soulful person, mm-hmm. and while I enjoy the reps, I was a reps guy too. It's mm-hmm. like let's get reps. Yeah, yeah. Have we lost something with the like the and I say this lovingly the like quiet kind of geezer archetype that's like everywhere. in the mountains they're still there yeah. there's always the the old drunk judge on the hill ah, they're like you know uh, i the old i think drunk there judge is, on the hill there is. Great. you know like you know like you know in our our, our mutual love of magic you know like, like yeah. I, that's why i love die vernon because i'm kind of like oh that's yeah. especially the one that, that, that when they don't get if they remain anonymous in some way yeah or, they don't get their due or they don't get their due right. that i'm kind of like this this you mentioned ferris bueller which is what the yeah. few movies that exactly that's so in. true that's right like, yeah yeah, yeah. He didn't really get his due. No, no, uh, and people know Del- him. People just know him. All, he's he can be used as 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 like a a punchline, you right. know, to to a degree. Right, but, but that's that's still a life well lived. The modernity wanting. I I feel the temptation to myself to go like, was it really him, or is it something we can get other places? Mm-hmm. But there is magic that comes in like a quiet time with an old man yeah uh, an older crazier man oh yeah he was he was bad news i mean i, I think, <laughs> he was yeah but like but i mean not i don't think yeah i think he stole you know i don't know like for not at that age but i mean you know he was i think he drove people crazy with his with his addictions and his vices and his yeah uh and his closed-mindedness and his sexism yeah i mean he i don't <laughs> think he would i don't think he would play very well in these days but but right. the things that he had to say that were outside of his own like his, when his when his baggage wasn't getting in the way of his intuition, he had beautiful things to say. And I right. think that's what what Pat was referring to. The other thing he always talked about was like, he, you know, you got to have big ears. He's like, as a ja- you got to be like a jazz drummer. You got to have big ears. And and he was always bit, you know play at the top of your intelligence. Yeah. So that one got passed down. To us. Yeah, yeah. That's that 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 th- those three big things. So like, if you would use a word like you know versimilitude on stage, he would call it out afterwards. Nicely done. Nice, right. you know, like like he would make a point to 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 do that like someone you know like a coach setting a back screen that led to a, a pass that led to a layup or something uh. like like he'd see those moves and be like that's right like the scene could be hilarious that could be the funniest guy Farley throwing you know falling right. through the table but you said versimilitude in context right. great good job man that was great what's your name and he'd forget, he'd forget it by the next scene you know like if you got to do another scene you do it you know but it was uh so it was it was, it was neat you know like uh. But but I but yeah that just but the, the whole thing about going there and I think anybody like starting out it's just for me it's about seeing as much stuff as possible reading mm-hmm. as much stuff watch as much stuff nowadays you know with like like you're doing an amazing thing for the kids in Kansas like myself that like to hear people talk about what they talk about and how they talk about it because yeah. all we had were talk shows back in the day right. and these people all dolled up and like you know right. F- phony blown yeah yeah but, you know pre interviews and all Sometimes that jazz. I get the email where it's like do you have any advice I'm like. Hundreds of hours, <laughs> you know. What yeah. I mean? That's what I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, hundreds yeah. of hours. Just yeah, send them a episode. link. <laughs> yeah. You kidding me? Like, Here's a link. That was like that, I, I remember getting to see like all these Chicago stories are coming back to me now. But Ed and I, yeah, Goodman, going to see uh, Goodman David Mamet talk at uh, the Goodman Theater. Actually, not, well, no, 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 no relation. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, Ed would have told me. Um, <laughs> he's Classic very modest. Ed. But we, he's going to read his book. The uh, this is when he, truth and true and true and false had just come out his acting book which was yeah. just shitting on acting schools all over which right. there happened to be and i didn't wasn't totally where i remember four within like you know it was like columbia college you know northwestern depaul yeah all the second city goodman right. had their own stuff with heather right uh he's trying to read that book that's what he's there to do uh, remember- i'm sorry he's not reading true and false he's reading the old religion this other book that he had come out that was about judaism but like a a fictional book like maybe you know historical fiction or okay. something i can't quite remember because all i was there was you know talk about the plays and whatnot and so he'd, yeah. he'd read a chapter 
and then he'd take questions. And the first two questions would be about that book, and then then someone would finally be brave enough because he's a pretty intimidating guy, especially yeah, at a, sure. at a, at a, on a stage and a microphone and a spotlight. And someone would ask about you know like. Uh, you know, sexual perversity in Chicago. Then the next nine questions are Glenn Gary, all about the plays. Wow. Then he goes, okay, we're going to get back to the book. And at some point, like about if it was 45 minutes long, an hour long, he, it was like, do you have any, you have any, um, you know, any secrets, any, any, you know, like any tips, any, you know, hacks, as yeah, we yeah. now say, <laughs> any, any yeah. you know, showbiz hacks. Uh, and he was just at his wits end. He goes, look, here's all I can tell you. Write a play, put, have your friends do it, find somewhere to do it. See what happens. That's all I did. That's all I can tell you. Like, he was just like he's like the you know Pulitzer Prize winning David Mamet, a guy who has his own like yeah. style, yeah. Uh, and many many influences uh, uh, that he's, he's you know he's influenced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like he's like I I, I there's no secret. Right. You gotta just do it. Can I please read this book right. that I'm trying to sell? <laughs> right, right, right. And the other cool thing about that night is that Ricky Jay was there, who I had just seen oh, in Boogie wow. Nights, and I knew who he was. Like from that, I got to you know, I, I introduced myself to great him. magician, great magician, great, great historian, great brain. You met him? I met him. I, I just introduced my I, hi. My name, my name's Jason. I'm taking class at Second City, but I'm a I'm a big fan of your uh, your work, even even the, the the unmentionable movie that you're. Now in which was Boogie Nights, um, you know, huh? like you know, which is a dumb joke. I'm just trying to. Like. But the other, but the best part about the whole story was Ed, because afterwards we get the book signing. I had True and False with me. Ed forgot his books, so he kind of spontaneously came down there with me to, to this thing. So he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I like, he, and he loves Mammoth. And he's like, I can't believe I don't have him sign anything. I go, well, I got. Why don't you have him sign? Sign this, and I had uh, the hardcover version of Naked by David Sedaris, which kind of had a similar coloring to True and False, about the same size. Wow. It was like blue and white. It this had... is like Miss You Elton. Exactly. So we're in line, and I I have him sign. He signs mine. You know, Jason. You know, uh, you know, uh, David Mamet. You know, whatever. Um, that book, not the. I didn't buy his other book, so he was probably like nonplussed or uninterested in signing the thing. Then Ed's right behind me, and I hear Ed's rap. He goes. Mr. Mamet, I'm so sorry. I um, I thought I grabbed your book. I accidentally grabbed Sa- David Sedaris's book. You know this, like wow. You know, effeminate wow. erudite. You know, like you know NPR. You know, vo- voice oh. voice of a of a generation. Uh, and Mamet takes the book, looks up at Ed to see if like this is pre Borat or like is this guy <laughs> fucking with me? It's just like. Ugh. This town, like it just, and he signs it and then hands it back to him, and we go outside, and I'm laughing so hard. I go, How, "You just punked America's greatest oh. living playwright." He's like, "I can't believe you did that. You're such a fucking." And we're just laughing about it because he loves him, so it's just yeah. Just yeah, yeah. Opens it up, Mamet had signed to David Starris. No. Of course. Oh, so he got fuck yeah, he got him. He got oh, we were laughing. We were like, oh, oh he got you God. back. So then cut to two years later when the Me Talk Pretty comes out, I think is David's next book. Uh he goes to see him on a Borders bookstore back when they had those uh things. Sure. Uh, borders and bookstores. We're trying to get the borders back though. <laughs> uh, but, uh, we're gonna build yeah. a borders <laughs> and Barnes and Noble is gonna pay for it. <laughs> Come on, internet, where have you been? We've been sitting on this puppy forever. I haven't seen not one meme with that take. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna build the wall and Pink Floyd is gonna pay for just it. one long bookstore. <laughs> Nobody's in it. Uh <laughs> Bezos like, yeah, go for it. I don't it's care. the easiest to break into our country because you just come in and use the bathroom and then go out the other side. <laughs> I just took a shit and went to the other side. It was super easy. It cost a nickel. Uh, I, um, 
we go see. He, I didn't go with him, but I gave. I gave. Uh, well, no, no. He goes to get um, Sedaris because he was a huge David Sedaris fan too. To go get him to sign his book, and he shows him that David Mamet signed uh, naked as. Yes. He goes, "Will you sign this? Yeah. Will you sign True and False as David Mamet?" And he did. And so Sedaris signs David. You know, signs it as David Mamet. Uh, and then with all my love, David Mamet, and a little heart above oh the eye. Oh my god. <laughs> So then I gave Ed my so he has the complete copy of 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 all the uh, That's of all the books. Great. Isn't that great. I really hope David Mamet this somehow gets back to him. This I would I would too. He yeah. would, I feel like he doesn't know. care about much. I would hope he would like it. I would hope I he'd think it would be funny. I, I, I love the David Mamet quote that I love is somebody said, "Where do you get your ideas?" And he goes, "I think of them." <laughs> That's so perfect. Because there is something going on yeah. here. Like what you're telling us about your improv success, for mm. example, and we were we were kind of touching on it. It's like it just was in you to do, yes. and that's what and that's what Matt funny is. friends, funny friend, uh, funny friends growing up. Literally, that's yeah. all. That they, Matt Bale, Ryan Landry, those video yeah. cameras. I, it, it really, it really is. But then there's also something. Your note, your musical note, fits in the scale of comedy. Sure. You know what I'm saying? In the way that Mamet just started writing plays with his mm-hmm. friends. Yeah, that's true. And there's probably dozens. And lots of love and respect to them. Yeah. People that did that and it didn't work out. But Mamet is a playwright. And you, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, he did, I mean, he just, he, he put fingers to keys. That's the scariest, hardest thing on earth to do. Right. And, and for, for an artist, I think, you know, like, like a paintbrush to a blank canvas and all that, all, and whatever, choose your medium. But because there's so many options to just judge yourself. Oh, <laughs> you know, with well, improv, you're. Back to what you were saying. You know, uh, you did, you, there's no time. SNL was very, very. Um, Would you improvise? Helpful. On SNL, when you were trying to come up with ideas, would you use that? Yeah, but that's what I mean. Is it, like the, the big debate for me is improv as a process or a product, and I don't mean debate, but that's, those are the two yeah. schools of thinking. So yeah. it's like, so the second city would be like it's a process. Like you right. know, we'll play some improv games here and there, but it's you know, it'll be usually be structured within a, a show. But then IO is like, no, the process is also a product, and right, and but it doesn't translate to TV. No, I know we're yeah. yeah. I mean, I it. it 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 does not. It In does fact, not. it upsets me on TV. It can be. It can be, <laughs> it can be like. Yeah. Ah. It can. It can upset me in, in films and television too. When I when I when I feel a scene that that that's relying on. Yeah, yeah. When I see a movie that that goes to the well too many times. Yeah. And because I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's like, what, what, what about the work that was supposed to be done before this? Because I believe in plussing things. I, I, I right. you know, I think you know, you go you roll into something that I know the scripts that get. You know, like on a studio level, that have like a nice chunk of change behind them are going to be, you know, like 120 pages. Right. So now you're just, I was just, I just think about the boom guy, the poor boom gal, guy. You know, when they're when like someone's riffing like their seventh take of like just you know, la di da, and it's 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 it, you know the tone is all weird. I mean, I'm right. Just, I, I'm kind of. I was talking to Fred Armisen about yeah. this, and there is a type of improv that like we've all gotten wise to. Mm-hmm. I, I like to think of myself as an improviser. I mean, I'm not really, but I started in that way, and that was kind of yeah. like what inducted me into all of this. Right. So I like to think that I know the difference because there's a style that's just become very mainstream, yeah. meaning even people who don't improvise are doing it. Yes. And a lot of it, for some reason, Fred and I were laughing at the idea of like orange Tic Tacs, which is something that I sometimes say, which is just like the spe- specific like, well, I guess I'll just go home and eat some orange Tic Tacs. Like just like something really specific, yeah. but yeah. when you think about it, you're like nothing happened. Like nothing really was said. Yeah, it's just the improv of like oh, I know he's improvising, yeah. but sometimes it's how you say it or why you know why you say it. I, I I can sometimes retrofit, and again, if we get out of our own way and you're really in the scene, and I mean like, but also but also in the piece, if you're able to go into the macro of like what the scene is and what the the need is and what the relationship is that you're, we're trying yeah. to forward. 
and then you can go like you're into the micro, excuse me, but but keep with you like sort of the the moves, which I imagine you would have to do on your sh- on your show. I don't uh, yeah. not knowing how much yeah. you know you, you're called we to improvise, improvise on that. A lot. but it's like you know the shot, you know you know where right. it's where the forward is, so yeah. you're not going to violate that, and you'll know it if you do because right. you'll know. Oh, but I just came from this where I was sad, well, and yep. I can't get too laughy. That was a big season one lesson for yeah. me. Was every scene I would improvise. I was the boom guy's mm-hmm. nightmare. Yeah, because well, every, not not really. No, because you're paying the you're paying <laughs> the bills. You're allowed to. Play. I'm talking about like when you're like, you know just like you know. Although you know it's funny, day players would come in. That was one of the things that I never knew that I was probably the annoying day player that uh-huh. would come in and improvise. Too much yeah, because it's debatable. Like, it's debatable. Yeah, I, I've, well, I've seen I've seen good things. I, you're you know, a good man. You never know how tired the other people are. <laughs> that's, that's, no. that's one lesson I'll say. That's I a learned. big. That's a big part of it. Yeah. But um, you love magic too. This is how we got into this. You mm-hmm. reached out because you loved uh, the Derek Delgadio episode. Yeah, yeah. And stuff. I'm interested in in your relationship with that. You mentioned me meeting Ricky Jay and yeah, yeah. And how did it start your interest? Magic. In yeah. It was like it. It. it, it uh, and this is something I've been going through because you know being out here in LA for a little while we we um, I've been going to the Magic Castle so and in being in, in support of that I, I believe you know and um, you know I want to join and be a member and, and yeah. you know pay my dues and not just rely on you know friends getting me in or whatnot so um, so I've been thinking about this a lot like how did it start I even had to you know write a little thing for my application for uh-huh. there so if this sounds <laughs> if this sounds story. rehearsed yeah. I apologize but it's because it's, you it's take new. off your head and the dove yeah. flies out <laughs> be like, that was very rehearsed yeah I'm sorry <laughs> you got it with doves like the you know? Ricky, yeah. can you imagine Ricky J had a t- conversation like this right and then he got up and there was a block of ice behind his menu I remember that story it. yeah that story yeah God that's Max Molini though isn't it or did Ricky J do it too he did it he did it too at a, like a, at a yeah. to that person it's so it's and, awesome. and the woman that he did it to she, they were doing press and she was like we were in a restaurant that's right that's right yeah and I was interviewing him for an hour yeah they were talking about that trick, and at the end, he moved his menu, and yeah. there was a block of ice there. And she was like, it was in the sun, and it had only just started melting. Just like yeah. – I love that magicians are trying to think of the things that we think of when we try and think of how things are done. Yeah. Well, it's ice, so it must have melted. It was probably there a long time. And they find ways around it. The oh, ice yeah. hadn't melted that yeah. much. There's it a was. term for that too. Like Derek's got that in his show a lot. But, I, but, but it's the same – it's literally the same advice that I was given uh, by – I mean, it could have been Tina, it could have been Steve Higgins or Dennis McNicholas, anybody that was the upper brass, like on the writing side when I first started working at SNL in the writer capacity, was don't just write. Uh, and it's the same thing that Rob Zabrecki, who's a great magician uh, um, uh, and all around artist, like um, said recently to me when I was, saw him at the castle, was like with the sketch, was like, just write the sketch. We'll figure out how to produce it. Like, don't think you got to, like, you know, put it right. put it in the box of television. Right. Like, oh, can they build that set? Like, no, just put what's in your head onto the onto the paper with this horrible template that, that we had. Right. Uh, if it doesn't gl- great, glitch out, and even then, writing scripts now, I have to go. Like, do I really want to be on the subway? Like, I know what it takes to close down a subway. Yeah. Fucking just write it. Write it from the dream place. Yep. Produce it from there. Yeah, exactly. Place. You can yeah. get, you can get back in there. And yeah. Zabrecki was the same way. No, if think of it. If you think of a think of an illusion, an effect, and then we'll figure out the method later. I, which I love. love. That's what I love. I love that's about life. Is, I think that's. I think like yeah. I I want to do that with my uh, attempt to do that with my children. Where it's like uh, I need X finished. Right. Figure out how to do it. It's right. then it's his. Then then I think it's our job to like do and especially in this day and age is like a big. Um, you know, again, from listening to the podcast, where I, we skew similar in the Pete's projects, uh, I have I definitely go on my tangents, and I'm oh, a big really? self learner, and, and you know, never a student, always always 
or no, never a master, always a student, never yeah. a master. That yeah. that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, like yeah. I just, I, that's where the tap shoes was For an early sure. version of that too. Or, um, well, Val could tell you, take you on a tour of my current tap shoes. Like, yeah. there's always something. Yeah, in that always. Yeah, Liv, Liv really has obsessed. the same thing yeah. going with me, and he's very, very patient and um, uh, and enthusiastic about it. Which, which, and just one of the many reasons I love her. But um, yeah. Olivia, no, I don't know Val, <laughs> uh, but it sounds like she's doing great. <laughs> you love her, I love her. Blackbird starts uh, playing. Yeah. You hold up Shazam. <laughs> Wait, how did that start playing? I so the the way I remember my oldest memory is of my father's friend Jack Soden being over at our house in Kansas City. Where when we first moved there. Not right away, but we lived in a duplex. My dad got transferred for for his job, and so we ended up in Kansas City. They're from Chicago. I was born out, like outside D.C. and and Jack Soden was just this you know this man that was from Kansas City that my dad actually happened to have met. They went to college together in in Colorado, and so he he was over at the house all the time. He's just one of those names. I know I remember all my dad's friends' names because they're all great names and fun to use in the skits. Uh, <laughs> and Chuck Lodge, you yeah. know, yeah. Kurt, Kurt Gasper, Terry Lywicky. Like these are great names. Uh, so yeah, great people. Uh, Anytime yeah. names are improvised, those are real people. Yeah, but I, absolutely, it really is. And a lot of I would use a lot of friends and sketches. Uh, uh, I would see it would help. It's so you can remember them. That's why for I would, sure. that's the trick. If you know, someone like, was like, "What was that guy's name again?" Yeah, exactly. like, Terry Lywicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People thought that, that that's a magic trick. We were like, exactly. but you just made it up. I go, yeah. oh, I made it up here, but it was. I'm I not making always, up all these words. This is English. <laughs> my junior high class was only 12 people or yeah. so, so I knew all their names. And I always, on an episode of Crashing, I was talking about my wife and I's friends, and they're all real people. Yeah, I go the Kalatostis. That's Tom Kalatosti. That's somebody I grew it's up. It's the best. With. It's every single per- every single name we say. The Youngers, whatever yeah. it is. <laughs> and they get ju- they get so much juice from that back home. I, I love so. it. They little goose. So. <laughs> so so Jackson puts a quarter on a on the on our coffee table. Covers it with like a tumbler, like a glass tumbler. Covers it with with a, a newspaper, and is like, "I'm going to make Jason. I'm going to make the quarter disappear." And he lifts up the the, and he snaps his finger, says, "Abracadabra!" Lifts it up, and the quarter's still there. And I'm like, "Oh!" He puts it back, does it again. Quarter's still there. Puts it this this time. He says the magic words, and he just slams his hand down on the thing. The yeah. tumbler's gone. And he just smashes the the newspaper, lifts it up, and the quarter's still there, and the and the cup's gone. The glass is gone, and I'm probably three or four. Yeah. I remember it vividly. I remember it like just like I, I was yeah. aghast. Yeah. I was shocked. I was I, I, I was like I get it. I was like you know good, solidified. Good performance too. That, very very that's good. That's a that's a common trick. Yeah. That was my one of my first magic tricks. Yeah. Still is. Yeah. Could need a good mint napkin. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he used a newspaper, but yeah. Yeah. yeah newspaper's yep. better. Yep. Newspaper's better. We had one by. It was that's what that's, that's the other thing like that 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 style of it like oh we, we were drinking he used a quarter from his pocket water here yeah. the, you know. but it has a comedy element to it yes that's what I like about that trick is it ha- it really hammers home the idea of the misdirect that the quarter mm-hmm. the focus is on the quarter. Mm-hmm. And this isn't ruining it for anybody. That helps in the vanish of the glass because yeah. everyone's looking at the quarter. Yeah. And this is something that is a fundamental of magic and it's in there. And it actually made it easier to perform because you knew everyone was going to be looking at the quarter. Yeah. And as much as you told the story, yes. keep your eyes on the quarter. I know. <laughs> and were, I, fa- I fell for it hook, line, sinker, as yes. any good three, four-year-old would be. Yeah. Uh, I'm also just you know a decent host. You know, he was in our home. I didn't want to call him. <laughs> uh, no, but, <laughs> but like, yeah. And, and, and there's also something, too, about the style of it that um, he's failing at what he's saying he was right. going to do. Yeah. So there's like there's a little underdog element, but then but he walk but he walks out of there as being the a magic man. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that that style. So what I said, what I realized recently is like that introduced me to the world of magic. But I do believe that there was a fissure that happened in my brain that also allowed me to possibly 
look for the magic in the world too, mm. like like a little bit, like because it, it it's just right in that time where you're kind of like what, and then my grandfather in Chicago uh, would do card tricks. Um, he wasn't, you know, uh, he, but he was good. He, he could do like color changes and sleight of hand stuff and had all these, you know, old school books, you know, uh, hmm. modern magic and, uh, of the, of, of, you know, professor Hoffman, I think his name is, uh, all, the, the, these different books that I eventually, when he passed away, my, my aunt Nancy gave me and along with like his little, a little magic kit, which is, you know, really great. I mean, you know, and the stuff really holds up, Yeah. but, uh, and some of the stuff I didn't know what it Foam was. balls but, don't age. <laughs> <laughs> and then, nor do real balls. Nor do real balls. Uh, so that's where it started, and then and then it was just like, then we had a great magic shop in Kansas City. Called so you got into it. You liked performing. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, no, well, I didn't perform them for anybody. Yeah. I still, I still really don't. I would. Do I'm a them little for bit myself too. I w- I'm a little bit like you know. That, did you see um, the Vivian Meyer doc? Which one? Uh, that? Um, the the photographer, the nanny who was a, a, a finding Vivian Meyer. Oh. It was nominated for. Um, uh, an Oscar a couple years ago. Great documentary about this about this uh, nanny in the fifties and sixties who took hundreds and thousands of photos on this like you know, Rolleiflex or a, a Leica. On uh, this young fellow John Maloof who from Chicago went to an estate sale or like some you know like when a storage room got closed down she had passed on and bought all this stuff didn't know what was in there opened it up looked at it started going through the the getting the um, the negatives developed and she was like a savant who never shared her photos with anyone and so now you know there's. Like, you know, a following and people buy her photos and whatnot. Wait, they it, were, like, really good. They weren't like, accidentally good. On a, on a medium format, you, you get 12 shots, basically. And she would – her hit ratio was, like, 11 out of 12. You could look at her contact sheets and be like, winner, winner, winner. And and not, like, all of the same thing. Like, literally, like, you know, a, a, a dog drinking out of a sink and then here this is a, a, a you know – a garbage can with like, and you're not shooting a hundred shots. You're taking that 12. one. You're taking that one. Then she'd walk however many blocks. I mean, someone has probably gone through it. I'm sure John knows would certainly know this better than I. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's it's dazzling. And but but then the thing that that I connected with is that she did it. Why did she do it? We don't really know. She, but but that's how I feel a little wow. bit with a, like a lot of these like my Pete's projects. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone's interested, yeah. oh, I I will send you. You know, like 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 we did, like how I, I shared that right. that, that blog with you, like yeah. where, where I'm like, oh, if someone if someone's you know wants to lean in and ask about you know stuff, like oh, I got you, but I'm not yeah. gonna, I don't, I can't force it on anybody, right, right, I, right, right. I, I, I'm like, uh, and, and nor am I gonna force my photographs on you or my magic tricks on you, right? Like, my family, I will, like like, like my do folks. You, do you photo, photo? I take pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, the pictures have sort of, I I, I have been flow. I, I'm a lot of the photos that that. I haven't been carrying my camera around as much because I found myself taking the same photos over and over. Really? So, yeah, a little bit. So, what does that mean? Uh, One well, guy in the lower left? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Horribly <laughs> composition. I was just like, I'm just not getting better. Uh, like, I need to, like, I, you know, I still take pictures of the kids and stuff, but sometimes the spontaneity lends itself more to the, the phone, and the phone, you know, pictures are, are solid and you can send them quicker and all that. But I, I shoot mostly film, like 75% film. Really? And, yeah, so I just. I, what like is it movies. about it? I, I always imagine Delayed that it gratification. Would. Is films, that right? Film specifically? Yeah. Just photography in general. For me, it gets me out of – if I know if I'm shooting black or white or color, black and white, I'm looking for form color. I'm looking for uh, um, like um, – it's, it's not – it's assonance or you know, like, like almost like whatever the alliteration – whatever alliteration is for color. I'm looking for you know oh. like uh, you know stru- structure of the color. Yeah. If that you know so like oh there's a lot of green in this yeah, yeah, in yeah, this yeah. moment right here. Alliteration for color. I don't know, I don't know yeah, what that is. I'm that, sure there's a real thing. Help me understand right yeah. away. Um, but when you're doing it, do you get out of your head? That sounds yeah. What you were about. To I, say. I'm allowed to participate without being there. 
well, so I, I took – there's a whole season of SNL that I took that I, I refer to it as the season before things got weird, which mostly means before anybody was even – from my generation was even thinking about leaving. Um, so was, this would be, you know, and then it specifically like before like Horrible Bosses or Bridesmaids or, um, you know, before just – we all knew we were there. Like yeah. there was no – there was no – anybody was like maybe talking about it. Right, uh, right. About you were in Kansas it. City. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, to a degree, but yes. You were in the yes. Kansas City of SNL. Yeah, exactly. You were yes. still in, on SNL, yeah, but yeah, it yeah. was like – it was before show business got in the water yeah. to that degree. To that degree, yes, Nothing exactly. wrong with it. And it was it was funny because I hadn't done any seasons before, and I'd sort of gotten into it again. I'd always liked it, and then and then I then it became like a little bit annoying. I'm sure in the first week, as as taking photos around friends is, especially if they're used to having their photo taken for good or bad reasons. Uh, and then eventually I disappeared. And there's like amazing stuff there that I haven't really shared with anybody. Little things here and there, gifts here and there. Um, um, for for people, but I would have it on like my Apple TV when people would come over uh, in New York, you know, to play like, whatever, play Catan or some nutty thing, and yeah. uh, and I would just have it up there, and we would we would lose the lose the train of thought on any given moment because it would come up, and then we would just all get sucked in because you know that uh, Ken Burns effect makes everything yeah. seem romantic, but then as as we get further and further away from that time, the, the, it's uh the, they're really really neat. I'm glad I'm glad I did it, but it allowed me to participate. Be around in the show the way I was, but then also sort of have uh, like I was on the outside. It's like a cigarette. uh, Yeah, you know Uh, what I mean. Something to do. I don't smoke either, but it's something you're doing at a party. You don't want any. It's not that you don't want any trouble, but you're like spoken for. Steve Ag. Do you know Steve? Yes. He goes to Largo a lot. He takes Mm -hmm. photos, and I see him, and I kind of envy him. I'm like, look, he can kind of float around. He blends in. He's out, but he's in. You know what I mean? And he gets tremendous because everybody knows him and really uh, um, cares for him. Like, gets tremendous um, access. Yeah. You know, and trust. And because, I mean, you know, you've taken enough photos that, like, you know, a lot of times it's just about getting out of of your own way, getting out of your head. And especially for those of us that, that... Again, despite despite uh, You've you hitting on me earlier, uh, <laughs> saying how attractive I am, you know those of us that don't necessarily are, that that that's not the currency we're always. That's not the biggest bill we carry around. Right, <laughs> you know, right. it's our looks. Or we don't feel it is. Then, yeah, it's like in those candid moments, and you're just sort of capturing it. You, you let people just sort of forget you're there, especially if you're always there, right, with or without a camera, which is really which is really neat. I had tremendous tremendous access. You know, I'm yeah. taking pictures in between dress and air in Lauren's office of like people walking into a room and seeing their sketch, you know, on the right side of the board that had been cut and like there and I have, you know, you know, Kristen's face dealing with that or Andy's wow. face dealing with that, you know, with like Paul McCartney leaning around a corner uh. in the background, you know, out of focus. <laughs> it kind of hits every corner of yeah. possibility. Meaning yeah. there's a pop culture element that's oh, fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some humanity that's yeah. fun. There's yeah. some pain that's fun as I, a photograph. It would, it, but then it's for me, it's all like, well, are these photos good enough despite their uh, amazing subjects and despite the person that took it being, right. being someone that people recognize and um, potentially. And I, you know, I, th- I, I you know, so they're not all, all, but that's just one year that I think about that. Like, oh, I guess that's a that's a book or something someday, or like yeah. a Tumblr account. I guess I don't know. I always but, wanted to do a book of people looking at flight information at the airport. That's great. Yeah, because <laughs> they make the most human faces. Yes, I've they do. Ever seen. I love I love that idea. It's everything, yeah. and I'm at airports a yeah. lot. 
the one the one that 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 the, the one that I've always wanted to do and if, and someone can do it because I, I have good ideas but not industrious enough for all this stuff. If someone wants to just put me in the special thanks, you can find out how to spell my name online. <laughs> the is uh, taking a picture when people ask you to take uh, their their photo or whatever. Yeah. You know, if you're walking around like if, I, if we just went down to like you know you know uh, like um, Ground Zero area and people you know want to take with the Freedom Tower the statue behind you, take a photo of them and their group. That's one photo. Uh, and then, sh- then give them, then show, let them when they're looking at the photo. Take that photo. Take the photo of them looking at. The yeah, photo because that's that that's took. like you're saying. That's that's a much more joyful moment or questioning. They're they're more yeah, real in more that humanity. moment. Humanity in, in that than well, there's on the record and off the record. Yeah, and you can watch people being like on the record, mm-hmm. and then they're really being who they really are. Yeah. And that's why when you when you're like it's delayed, that's yeah. like a very real, hundred yes, percent, very yeah. very real moment. Do you remember any of the great? Like I've been more interested lately having these wonderful people on the podcast. Yeah, to I'll get say. those nips of wisdom do you have like an snl moment where somebody said something lauren told you something about writing about comedy anybody yeah or something you realize yourself because it, it's a wonderful opportunity to feed our our ambitious artistic peoples sure um yeah i mean a few <clears throat> tina had a couple i said one if you can improvise you can write you know that was that and i think she was speaking as much for herself believe it or not um yeah even though she's honestly you know on our mount rushmore of great writers right. regardless of gender uh, i love that she said it then you yeah, know yeah. what i mean she no she was very 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 sweet i mean she yeah. i mean you people know people think she's writing with like a t-square you know what i mean on a drafting table yeah it's like like mm. clean white paper being flown in that that shows up that happens after you do it at, uh, you know the snl is kind of if you're good with metaphor you are learning show business in a way that is Unlike anything, you'd have to spend twenty years at a studio or a right. network right. to get what you can get in one season because right. you're you're coming up with an idea, be it a pilot or or a spec script. You're trying to attach talent to it, the host. Right. You're, you're <laughs> casting it with you know the people in the in the in the cast. You're trying to appease a, a network or a studio head, Lauren. Yeah, yeah. you know, and oh, you're doing it. I don't you know, know if I like being the exactly. Studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I did the, the number one worst Lord no, impression I, I, on this I, podcast. Listen, we, I know you love listen to listen back. to this on your way home. Uh, <laughs> listen to mine earlier. I don't even know what it was. It was very, very weird. Um, but t- that was a big one. The other one that Tina had that I violated about uh, ooh, uh, 12, year, 12 episodes in from a place of – maybe it was only like eight episodes in – from a place of just um, – I don't know why I did it. But I, not that I thought she was wrong, but I didn't realize how right she was, was don't write something for someone – that you can do yourself. Mm. Now, what she might have been saying to me there that I didn't realize was like, you'll be in the cast someday or you, 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 you could be in the cast someday or something like that. Um, but I, I used to do – the Second City show that I got hired out of in Las Vegas, me and my buddy Joe Kelly, who's a great writer. And, um, it, we wrote this Dr. Phil sketch where it's Dr. Phil talking to a guy off a, um, a ledge, a jumping ledge. But he, he's kind of like pushing and pulling. Like he's saying nice things. Hey, dummy. You know, like, like <laughs> them being hard on him. And, I'm going to go. Like no 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 hold on for me it was just a, it was a Groucho I was just playing you know Groucho Marx uh, with his big tape mustache that uh, which was a move that Rich Tellerico came up with and I can't Second believe City. you just said Rich Tellerico one of, he one was my hero yeah amazing guy amazing guy. I one was the, spending a good portion of you talking about your great comedy heroes yeah. Peter Gwynn yeah Rich Tellerico I yeah. saw you had an upset I'm sorry I'm a, cool. but you had an obsession with was it Goodman or somebody. Your, your yeah, friend, yes, Dan, yes, Ed, Ed yeah. Goodman, excuse me. You get these obsessions. I had an obsession with Rich Tellerico. In Chicago. In Chicago. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would go and see him, yep. I, and I watched, I believe, I don't know if it was Pinata Flubi. I forget no, what it was no, called. it had been after that. But. It was after that. 
uh, and I would go and not taken, see it. I it opened with the dentist sketch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, and I say this out of love. Yeah. I remember that that's, that review started with, "I'm so sorry you have breast cancer," yeah. and then I think I forget who it was. The, the guy goes, "You're our dentist." Yeah. And I was like, I was so blown away. What a perfect way to start the show. Mm-hmm. Since then, I've I've just recognized, and I say this to demystify, yeah, not to put down. That's a standard joke. Yes, I didn't know. I, I you know what I mean. I don't I think was I like, knew it then either. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a joke. My father, I'm sure, knows yeah. and has heard, but it didn't matter. It's a, but it's it was a, new to me. I mean, what, specifically, like breast cancer, or like or, just or, the or, idea of like, why were you feeling up my breasts? Gotcha, like your gotcha. identity, yeah. Just, the, just the like, dentist is a type of doctor. There's some news they shouldn't be able to give you, right? And and that's that how that show began. Yeah. And then, but Rich Tallarico was in it, and he was playing some. He kept coming out going, "I'm Mark Brown." Mm-hmm. It was like who was I'm a local Mark politician, yeah, I think. Yeah. And I didn't even get that, but I was just He's talking about like the darts thing. I just couldn't not watch him. I actually bought sneakers like his. I'll be damned. And yeah. my wife called them – my first wife called them my Mark Brown shoes because I was so – it was a Peter project. Yeah. I was like, that guy is the deal yep. and I want to do everything like him. And I, I still remember improv scenes he did in lines he said. No shit. Yeah. There was a girl who hugged him and he smelled her head and, she said, and he said, you smell like talc. I guarantee if you watch footage of me improvising, at some point I'll say you smell like talc. It's just in there. <laughs> Yep. So is Fifty Foot Jesus with Laser Beam Eyes because he was doing a song and he was and yes. it wasn't going well. Right. It wasn't going badly, but he was just kinda like it was one of the built in improv moments. Mm-hmm. And he realized he was kinda losing them and you know, they went and then a Jesus a fifty foot Jesus with laser beam eyes <laughs> and suddenly it was just killing. Yeah. I was like, that guy No, he he's he was and he was special like in a way that uh like at young too. Like really? uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, just really one of the, one of the great, brilliant like comedy minds. Uh, just funny in his bones, funny. Yeah, like so like, funny. like and just and just can get it out every which way. Um, and why did you bring him up before I? Why did I bring up Rich? We're talking about yeah. people who need people. I looked at Katie; yeah, she's yeah. just panicking. Why do we? Yeah, we're talking about the great oh, the wisdom. Advice oh well, well, yeah. So, so, wisdom, yeah. so, so, uh, so, don't write something that you would write for your write yes. for yourself. Was what Tina said, and so I did this Dr. Phil thing, uh, and I wrote I wrote a Dr. Phil piece when when Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson hosted back when the heyday of the newlyweds, and everybody yeah. was fascinated. And it was all about you know her being like dim, like blonde. You know, it was basically like a living blonde joke, like that whole show and like their their um, the thing that they were playing on. And the bit was uh, for. Uh, for Jeff Richards, who did a good Doctor Phil, but uh, and a bunch of other things, but he, um, the whole premise was uh, Doctor Phil saying like, "Okay, hey, I understand. Like, okay, it sounds like she's a little bit of you know, you know, uh, like like a little dim, but she's hot as hell. So I, I suggest you just you know like deal with it. You know, like that, that was kind of that was kind of the the, the, the premise of it. Um, you know, I think the line was like, you know, she looks like her body was carved out of marble by a sex maniac. <laughs> so you should just like cut her some slack. <laughs> it's, but it's all that. And 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 Jeff and I worked on it all night. And and Tina was very, you know, I'd show her pieces on Tuesday night, and she was like, this is, this is one of the best things that's been written for him in a while. Uh, just because that that show has that weird thing where, where where people you know stop thinking about other people and can only sort of you know try to survive right and and we go in there and we do it uh and and 
Jeff, the the voice that he was doing the night before, you know, in the, he, you know, he's had to read forty five sketches. You know, I didn't know that at that time. You know, I didn't empathize with that, even though I was in the room. I was just thinking, like, okay, just do do, do what we did last night, versus him having like seventeen, right. twenty other things in his mind. He has to find and it. He, and he, he, the handle didn't come in, and then it just it just played flat, mm. and I felt really mad, and I felt mad, un- at him, which it. which was what she was trying to get me from doing because oh, it doesn't help. It doesn't help me the the heat. In my back, in my body, as I'm sitting there, that's both embarrassment and anger of like I could do it because I don't do it. He's doing it. Yeah. I'm not in the cast. He's in the cast. And walking around that place, th- thinking you should belong somewhere where other than where you are, anywhere in the world, but yeah. especially there, yeah. just is just a bad look. Uh, and then I was upset about. It's just it's like oh damn it, she was right. My big sister was right. <laughs> you know, wow. and it's one of those that I, that because you're mad at a number of things in that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I wasn't. I wasn't really mad at him. I don't get. You know, I'm not gonna get hot at a, you know a hot back from <laughs> fella just not clicking into his doctor Phil. It was. It was me. It was. And the story that she always told was like you know like Bob Odenkirk writing Angry Old Man for Dana Carvey. Yeah. Because like, you know and we liked it. He's like Bob can't do that anymore. Right. You know because it's his now and you give those you give those babies away. It's like I know. Um, you know Bob figured it out though. <laughs> Bob's fine. Bob's fine. Bob's going to be just Please play. He became an angry old white man, and yeah. now he's he, everybody, everybody gets it. Him. He has a great line in that. Far, I was thinking about him this morning, and I swear it wasn't because I was talking to you. No. I, I think about him all the time when he said in the Farley doc, one of them, he goes like, uh, yeah, and that's when all this drug use stops being so fucking magical. Remember? No, but I haven't watched that doc, but, but that's a great line. Yeah. It's a great line, yeah. and it's that sort of elephant in the room. We love to mythologize and we love to be like, but we know the truth is when yeah. there's people that are using drugs. You mentioned Dell. Yeah. These legends, Dell, you know, worked with Varley mm-hmm. and, and Belushi and there was like something going on. I don't mean that. I don't yeah. mean he turned them onto drugs. I just mean like this is an archetype. Yeah. But like at a certain point, the people that were dealing with it, it wasn't the story yeah. that we got. It was just kind of a fucking 100%. annoying, not 100%. very magical, not very fun. There's a Ben Folds lyric that I always think of when it comes in regard to that. And I think it's from their first album, Ben Folds 5, the self-titled, uh, like, I remember when misery thrilled me much more. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of the same. And like, oh, yeah. Remember when, like, when drugs used to get you high and then, like, yeah. <laughs> being... being being miserable was like the only way you thought you could make something good, yeah, you know, or like, or like, yeah, yeah. or the only way you felt like you were li- you were alive is yeah. if you were in pain. I know I felt that way, like especially. You, have you gotten over that? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know if I have, honestly, uh, to a, to a large degree, but but I think uh, <coughs> I, I'm cautious to um, get too high on my own supply on the off chance that the majority of it is from external mm. uh, things, whether it be my children, like you know, my partner, or or you know, being. You know, having a, a, a you know a moderate amount of success, like in, in a in a in a work that I really care about, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if it's all if it's all gone from within. Yeah. Mm. You know, Do you th- does pain get in the way? Like yes, yeah. Especially with comedy, I yeah. I, I, I I can't. I, I think there's only one. I can only think of one piece that I wrote from a place of pain. It, 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 when sitting, you know, up on seventeen, like during SNL. Um, and I love it, and I stand by it. But a lot of times, it, it, you know, chicken or the egg. I'm always like, what you know that that debate is like. What comes first, the good mood or the good idea? Right. You know. Right. And and that one happened to be like just like a. Um, I need. 
I, I, I need a good mood. I need that. I need a good mood mania. too. I need a good mood too. I would uh, so much rather be the peep that's like everything I say is great because we're waiting to hear about the third season. That's a little yeah, tense. Yeah, yep. And I, I just haven't been as funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you can't. I, it's, fact, it's tough. It's tough too. As as confident as I am on the show, especially because I'm lit up from talking mm-hmm. to people I like, I catch myself going like, maybe everything you've done is garbage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was just then you got to so celebrate just shocked. getting it done, man. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what, like at the end of the day, like like that's what I have to say about any of these things about movies. When people are, when's it coming out? Like what are you working on next? You know, like I don't mind what are you working on next. I, I think that's a genuine curiosity. But when things come out, I really don't know. I don't yeah. I don't know because it's it's the process. Like I have very little control over how it's sold, who buys it, when it when it appears, like yeah. in what order, in comparison right. to how the. The chronological order of when I made it, yeah, and it's like I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I know. it's like I just love, you know, I just love the process of making. Yeah, those. and and there is a lot of surrender in that process yeah. for yeah. sure. But I was shocked even to myself that I caught myself having a thought where I was like, maybe I'm just no good. Yeah, and I was like, I do so much self love work. Yeah, and I feel like I do pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah. And here I was, just at a like one week longer than I thought I was going to have to wait. And I was like, maybe I'm fundamentally a cursed person. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, that's the, you start stacking. I that's share the, that the, for yeah. solidarity, just so people don't think I'm always yeah. like happy go lucky or whatever. Yeah, that's that's when that's when yeah you got that's uh, all um what is it called like cognitive um therapy. That's just when yeah. your, cogn- your cognitions are getting in the way and, and I, it's all like or I nothing. I lifted up the carpet and there was all this like like uh, the upside down Stranger Things decay mm-hmm. and I was yeah. like, oh shit. I thought I worked on that. Yeah, I, I thought I, I worked on it. Oh, and gosh. it turns out I still really need, as much as I work on it and practice and study, I still have a need for someone outside of me to go, good boy, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I th- yeah. I think that's natural, especially, yeah. you know, Yes, I, I I do the, the same kind of thing. Oh, I don't do this for this or that reason. When things are up, it's really easy to be like, I do it for the love, yeah. and then you realize under the carpet is a guy going like, Is this my love time? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to eat yeah. those fish heads? Yeah, yeah. We feed them fish heads. You got him. You got him in well, different ways. How are you in that place? You've been at this a long time. Do you do yeah, you ever feel like you. it's enough? It, I know that's a weird question, but it being like like the juice, bits. like the like, do you have the fantasy of like I'm going to take my children and I'm going to live yeah. in Ecuador? No, not yet. But I but I do have like the, um, I, I make jokes and references to like Plan B or Plan C. Yeah, I, I feel like I would be, I would have um, Liv and I and the kids would have a warm reception if we were to you know go back to you know Kansas City, Kansas City and open up like a improv theater. I I, I, I would never not be able to not. Do, do some Me too. form of storytelling. What do you call it? Like storytelling. Like I don't do. I've never done stand up. I've done it once for a, for a paid gig. It's 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 not it's not my bag. It's equal parts. Not why I love what I do. Yeah. Um, as far as like the the response that laughter gets. Like I, I I'm just I have a team sort of feel about it. And then I'm also just flat out scared of it because of that. You know. It's, it's so you know if I'm being honest with myself, it's like a little column A column B there. Sure. But. To go back home and you know, like oh, you know, or host a fucking game show, right? That's probably Plan C. If if Kansas City's like no, right? <laughs> you're like okay, Kansas I'll go back. City I'll go to yeah. I'll go to L.A. or New York or host a game show. There's two Kansas Cities yeah. to choose from. That's you true. Can have either one. That's true. If I, one yeah. says no, just go to the other. Who has better taxes? What's <laughs> one's better state tax? Probably Missouri. Oh. I'm with you though. Whenever I have my escape fantasy, I'm like, I'm sure. Like oh let's just go to Ohio. I'm like I'm sure there's some sort of theater there. <laughs> like that's yeah. like my next yeah, spot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like wait as long as I could work out 
two or nothing crazy, just two or three times a week. Yeah, <laughs> that's, it. that's all you need. I, yeah, just to scratch the itch. Uh, I, but um, but yeah, I don't think about every now and then. But it, it, it more comes in the in the form of like, oh my shit. Yeah. Like it's really it, like I don't I don't I don't I don't pay very much. <laughs> it's great, a really funny guy and philosopher in many ways because uh, I've heard him say numerous things that I remember. But funny name Rob Meter, who I met. Uh, um, who I think produces stuff with Will Arnett, maybe, but they're good friends. But great Rob, Rob Meter, no, he's great. Meter, yeah, Rob, <laughs> and he had this great. Love. I was talking about something. Well, there's two. <clears throat> Liv just heard one recently at a Soul Cycle class. Like, don't don't cheat on your future with your past. Uh, from this amazing one, which oh, I was like, Oof. That's great. and then the way Meter put it was like, you know, there's a reason the windshield uh, is bigger than the rearview mirror. Wow, I was like, fuck, dude. those are good ones. I was like, are you kidding me? It's real. Nice. Uh, and and so I I don't really look back all that often, and when I do, I'm kind. Of, that's the only way I find out. Like, oh God, I actually have done something. There must be something working here. Yeah. There's not a desperation looking out the window. I'm not racing towards anywhere, and I never felt like I was. Maybe at certain spurts in my life, but literally throughout my life, that may have manifested mm. in themselves mm. during like you know showbiz times. But like the rest of it's like all been um, like just you know stay steady and try not to look to the right and left you know if you're on like a motorcycle you know if you look this way or that way that's how you get that's how you crash right so on a scooter or on a well, motorcycle I'm sure a lot of people in your field standard white male going yeah. for SNL you had to have a lot of people that were also running with you 100% and I think if you look at them too much you fall yes right yeah i would i would it's definitely or, true for stand up or or you won't ever reach your potential right. like that's the that's 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 the other thing that i that i would get um, worried about if um, uh, to like you know pull the pull the parachute rope and just you know get the f out of dodge yeah. and move to dodge <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck uh, into yeah. dodge yeah. Uh, would be letting myself like l- letting my letting myself d- down a little bit and what I'm not but not the me that is me sitting here before you but the me that's like that has um, that's able to like. Think of the, the, the me that allowed me to not get in my way of getting to where who yeah. I am now. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah. that's a little too no, I get cute. It. But um, but that's the way it feels. Like I, I like so that when I have those instincts of like ah, let's just ah, screw this. And I do it a little bit. It's a little bit of fear of success, a little bit of fear of fa- fear, fear of failure too. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's like yeah, I, I, I'm just. Trying to do it all in real time. I, I, no, that's it, good. That's tough. I think that's the main reason why, um, quote unquote, like actors or like I'll say, um, you know, I don't. Famous people become like friendly quickly with other famous people. Yes, you know their work, and so that that helps in one regard. But then it's also how do you articulate things that if I'm talking about success from the outside looking in, right? You know, there might be a, a, a young fellow that, or a young gal that like moved to Chicago this you know last September. From because of watching me, it's like, well, that idiot can do it. I can do it. I just right, got to do it. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I get a little bit. Um, I'm glad that, <laughs> that I can at least provide that example. Yeah, uh, I lost my train of thought there for a second because I was thinking about that. But person. also, your level of success. Oh, yeah, is that, different from yes. what they would consider success. Yeah, because for me, success is not is not you know the external stuff, except for maybe no, it's not. Those are those are like 
award. Those are the rewards, right? For for well, it's for, funny with all my soul right. points conversations. That's a very privileged conversation, and I have that with a lot of the more successful people. I'm like, how do you maintain the balance of yeah. what's real, your kids and your your fiance and all that stuff, and uh, the present moment and all that stuff. When I was young, I, I didn't have any interest in that. Yeah. I was just like, we just need to ring the bell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was like GI Jane. Yeah. I need to crawl and ring the bell. Indeed. Except ringing the bell meant you quit. But it you know did. what I mean. Yeah. Well, I thought that meant you got up to the thing. No. Yeah, that's, that's like a American Ninja. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's we're confusing GI Jane with American yeah. Ninja. It happens. It happens, it happens almost yeah. every day yeah. in this bar. Yeah. I, think we're, I think we're in a bar. <laughs> pop <laughs> cultures. We're in pop cultures. Pops culture. <laughs> Pops culture. I also serve cheese. The culture. We do talk about the meaning of life. Yeah. Uh, and what do, what are your thoughts on that? Boy, oh boy. Because yeah, here yeah. we are playing this game, and it's certainly not just about that. Yeah. Or maybe it's about nothing. I don't know. What do, what do you feel? I think it is about something. I, I've done too much improv and, and uh, mushrooms enough times. I was going to say too many mushrooms. Like, what do you, why improv? Because of the magical group mind? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and team sports, too. I think you can watch any, like, any, you know, half-court set by fucking the San Antonio Spurs and be like, oh, wow, those, that's, that's, five, that's five gentlemen thinking – the same as thing. one, yeah, and 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 I don't think it's it's. it's Val and I have been reading each other's minds a lot more lately. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like the longer we're together, we're Easy. just kind of like, what's going on? Like, why did you sing that song out of nowhere? Because I was just singing in my head. Yeah, I know that I kind of just ruined your good concrete example of watching a basketball game. No, but my the, kind of metaphysical thing. Come on, I'm just watching mergings happening all the Both time. Both make people feel excluded. <laughs> sports, sports and metaphysical, like sports and like you know, uh, metaphysical. Well, you you lose a lot, lot of, of folks, a lot of folks. But, but we're covering them. But you see in improv something very very beautiful happen where yeah, an intention is sent. Yeah. It, it feels like a, a little ritual. Yeah, it's like on this night at this time on yeah. this moon, we will do something that's never been done before. Yeah, it literally is like the sand sculptures of Tibetan monks and stuff. You we're going to do it. Yeah, and we're going to sweep it away. It's 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 a, a big part of of you know what we get to do for a living is making the invisible visible to people, and some people have a real hard time with that, and so they go into like being agents or you know executives and stuff like that. But nobody nobody grew up saying I want to be a movie executive. They want to be an actor, writer. They want to be a creative person, and and some are brilliant at it and and right. know how to you know pull people together. And, and well, that's my and, favorite Lauren quote. He says, "Talent isn't fair." Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Says, people say show business isn't fair. I say talent isn't fair. Yeah, you know said, what I always took from that was he wanted to be he wanted to. Be Chevy Chase. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was uh, Hart and Lauren and Hart. That was it. Is you know, he was in a comedy duo, you yeah. know, in Toronto. Oh, right, before, yeah, right. You know. And he wrote for Woody Allen and Laughing. You know, he was like, yeah. I mean, he's he's he yes, yeah. Um, so you've seen the an magic. Artist, he's an artist soul with a uh, with a producer's checking account. Because he still laughs, you know what I mean. Like he loves to laugh. He's a he's a he's a good he's a good laugh. You That's know? awesome. Um, which which can you think of a time know. you saw something hinting at the divine or whatever, or a little bit of meaning in improv, like a, a show or a moment, or maybe something you were a part of? Golly, that's a that's a great question. I not specifically because it it, it wouldn't. I don't think it could manifest itself in specific because it would be squashed by yeah simply a laugh. <laughs> you know, it'd be, it would be, it, it's, you're not going to get anybody crying. And even if you did, like it's, they're, they're crying because of what is being, 
the, the manifestation of the magic. Like, th- yeah. like this is like this is like what one of the reasons I love Derek's show is that he talks about at the beginning of his show that that when he saw the first time he saw a magic trick, he didn't fall in love with what he saw. He fell in love with everything he couldn't see. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking. That's that's the magic that I'm talking right. about. Where it's it's like. And his point is a lot. Of, if I just told you what I'm doing, it would lose everything. Yeah, and yeah. I've done that. And I've done that even in my recent foray back into into doing you know magic and learning stuff and, and studying and doing tricks. Like where I'll I'll you know show a, a, you know uh, like Liv or my sister. Like well here, you know I'll just show you this one little thing. I did it one time, and I, immediately afterwards they were like, it, it, it's like you. Um, I shouldn't have. Yeah, I shouldn't have because of the the, you just the turned creed. the hose on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but they were also like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I've been that person at a magic store, you know, buying, a, yeah. you know, a, a trick. You know, not not as recently as, as when I was a kid. But but I. So if there's any one specific, it's no. Unfortunately, I, w- I, I, I wish think, I could. No, I, I'm glad you can't because I think that's the point. If yeah. something happens, it's greater than the sum of its yeah. parts. In the retelling, in the yanking of that memory of something magical happening in improv or otherwise. And yanking it into our language centers, it, it completely yeah. ruins it. Which is why I was dazzled and so um, overwhelmed and and and, and uh, effusive with uh, Berbiglia when after I saw his most recent movie because I was like, like he captures that magic without I know. W- like where I was like. I've watched so many people trying to do this. I've attempted to try to. Do, I was like, I, I mean, I, I I I don't know if I have the text anymore that I sent them, and I don't expect him to have it anymore, but. But I just like let it let it out. <laughs> I just let it roll, Dude. and because I, I was like flabbergasted by it. You should see what I texted. This is don't think twice. When I yes. texted him, I was like, "This this movie is everything." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was I was really really dazzled by yeah. specific like specifically the improv. Yeah, the the, the story and and the and the, the, the direction and the acting was and the casting was all you know thumbs up. But but yeah. that being able to like capture that magic and and, it's, and again it's not the magic of like oh wow I can't believe you just said that right. It's like for me, it's the pick before the pass, before that that right, score shot. Like, right. like, and that's the stuff that. And there's people that are so gifted at that that'll never know because it's not rewarded the same way. And so they wouldn't know how beneficial they would be. They're still making things up for people for a quote unquote living where they where that special gift that that guy or gal has that they may be, you know, getting a little bit. Of, they could they could buy a house for their parents with mm. that fucking gift if <laughs> if, if, if 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 the right person you know right saw it like there's a fine line between i think between the, uh, and i think that fine line is mentoring and like um uh and just flat out luck is from the woman from catfish and matt weiner mm. like you know what i mean like mm. she created a whole fucking world in her head with all those multiple characters to try to excuse herself from the the, the pain right. that she was going through right uh, that maybe she thought you know, i don 't know enough about her or you know but and I mean the movie the catfish, catfish, not the TV show, but Matt, why don't you hear these stories these great stories about him sort of like walking around and say, talking as all the characters and stuff it 's like the same thing she 's doing right. he just right you know he was just able to channel it and you yeah. know made an iconic television show you know yeah. pay, pays the bills with it you know she 's just trying to they're probably both scratching the same itch, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, in some big way. I think about that all the time. Yeah. E- Eckhart Tolle has that really funny thing where he's like, "We see people talking to themselves on the streets, and we're like, look at that lunatic." Yeah. And he's like, "You're just thinking what they're ta- like. They're having a fight with their boss or their mm-hmm. lover in their mind. Yeah. But they're doing it out loud. Yeah. You're doing it in your head all day. All day. What I should have said was, yeah. and then I'd take out the pencil. I'd say, this is the pencil that you threw at me when you fired me 12 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, same yeah. shit. This yeah. guy's just doing it out loud. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But you're right. Uh, when does that sort of craziness or so, so-called craziness become 
Matt Weiner's Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. And I only say Matt Weiner's Mad Men. Yes, that's right. Like Bob Stoker's, you know, Stoker's Dracula. Well, you know the box, the box that says Matt Weiner's Mad Men. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Well, good yeah. for him. I mean, yeah. You know, hey, you know, the, the, none of us would be here without him. Uh, <laughs> to use him as a reference. Uh, well, so, intelligent universe? Oh, is that a, is that, is that, is that a term? That's is the there, question. Is, is there an intelligence behind this? Certainly there's a consciousness. We can agree yeah, yeah. with that. Yes. Um, so there's awareness. I don't think we're the only ones if that's what you mean. Like you mean uh, uh, no. Is there like a deity sort of thing? Yeah, but I but I think it might be, you know, there's there's rumors there there were rumors for a while there that Banksy was more than one guy, yeah. you know. <laughs> so I think God might be more than more than oh, one one all thing. <laughs> yeah. But I mean but I mean all but they're all 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 connected. They're like the Spurs. God's like the Spurs. <laughs> Group mind. No, I, like I mean God is in the details. God is love. All the uh, he's all, all, <laughs> next to it. Next to it. Not actually. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's not actually. Pull up the a... quote. Pull up that quote. <laughs> what did Pete Gwynn say about that? Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, I I, 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 I think I think there's something out there. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Um, I went to Catholic school, you know, and Jesuit all boys high school for a couple of years. But it was never about the religion for me. It was all about the. I I I was I dig the contrarian side of all those things. You yeah, know, um, that's comedy, right? Uh, there. Yeah, exactly. And, and like George Carlin specifically. Yeah, one yeah. of my folks had those, you know, those those albums. Mm. Um, but I, um, but also not 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 being willing to, uh, you know, yes and uh, religion and see it as probably the metaphor that I see it now. Yeah, I've heard you talk about uh, in different places, whether it be the one with Penn. Um, I've, I've just listened to it so right. many, so I don't know oh. where they were for you um, in, in, in your time. But um, but Penn was fairly recently. My son know. doesn't know how time works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, nor does I. Nor does I. Um, but I um, – but, um, oh, shit. What was it? Metaphors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, I thought you uh, – Yeah, there's something that you had said. Oh, fuck it. Doesn't matter. God is a metaphor for a mystery. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Oh, oh, oh! About about ha- having someone finally sort of teach the Bible from like a place of like, oh, he didn't multiply the loaves. He just talked people into sharing. <laughs> is you that know, what he like, said? What, that, that, is that he, what I he, said? No, no, no. But th- th- this is the version that I have. But mm. but but just the, that the Bible might have been, you know. That there's that there are meta, that there's more metaphor in there that maybe like you know a Catholic school in Kansas was right. were, were teaching it as it, right, it, right. it was it was it was an evolved thought that may have even been passed down from my my sister I have two sisters um, both you know um, awesome and fascinating and and uh, and not just because I'm related to them like you know I know the fix is on there a little bit but they were, truly are on their own uh, and my youngest sister was a nun for five years wow. um, so I got little pops of wisdom. You know, from her all the time that that you know were I was was you know when she said she's going to the nunnery. The first thing I did was buy her uh, Joseph Campbell. Joseph, Joseph Campbell. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I was like, I was like, the story that you're going to tell everybody has existed many times over. Yeah. Whether it's Harry Potter, Luke Skywalker, Moses. The story Mo- of the, Moses predates. It's like it's, I believe it's it's, so it's not hundreds, it's thousands yeah. of years. They're like in Samaria, the woman puts the baby in the basket. He washes up, yeah, and yeah. the royal class finds him. And it's like this is so long yeah. before Moses. Yeah. It's preposterous, and it's, it's just it's so fun though. I love I, it. I and it wasn't to say you know you dummy like right. all these. It, it's it's um. It's the belief that there are many, you know, gods out there, whatever God is, uh, to people. But um, that, like, I want you to be able to connect with anybody. I want you to be able. To, I want you. I want you to be able to, 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 you know, if you just take the, you know, the, the big three, you know, like, I, I want you to be able to, 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 right. to, to speak. 
with them and understand, yeah, and 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 love those similarities and not try to convert anybody because that's where I get a little. That's where I get down on religion or politics is when it's used to. You know, make you make think clones or, out of yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's that's we turn it into a game about is winning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, that's Ralph Waldo Emerson, I think, or I didn't come up with that. Which but, is yeah. funny because when you think about the first, what's up with that? I think about this all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So you strike gold, yeah. and then the, it's not just SNL; it's everything. And then we're like, well, let's do it again, right? And I'm glad there's every single what up yeah, with yeah. that. But there is something interesting where it's like it was straight lightning in a bottle. It mm-hmm. was straight jerking off, smoking dope whatever woke up from a nap with an idea magic that made the idea and then it becomes this thing that we ring the bell as many times as we can until it's over again that sounds like a critique of snl that's just what we do no i would say that there there are times that that i i would be critical of when we when we did it but that that became a i look back at when people ask like do you miss it i go i miss i miss you know my people my friends i miss like you know the action you know, yeah. like like and and having a reason to get up in the morning and, and knowing where I'm going to be, you know, uh, and for what yeah. purpose, uh, you know, living with intention. Uh, when it's thrust on you, when thrust upon you, you can be a little lazier with yeah. uh, with making those choices. But the other thing I always bring up is is like the energy that would occur before what up with that in those uh, those later versions because yeah. it was the one sketch we we would it always found itself right after update. So they would you know the amazing you know men and women tear <laughs> that son of that that fake news set down that Daily Show set. <laughs> I was going to say. You know, I got you. I got you. I saw. I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> I saw you. I saw you coming. Down. I saw you coming down the lane, and I was like, "No, I got it. I got it. I got it." Tina said, "Don't let anyone shoot it. If I could shoot it myself, you did it." <laughs> but man, when they put that thing together, then you, they'd start. Sit, then Keenan would come out there as the character, yeah, and then so like happy. the the audience, as if like the original like cast, like John Belushi came back. Like it was like it was like right. this fervor that would happen. <laughs> That that was so joyful because because it was the, the whole cast. Like yeah. I love, I love that. Like yeah. it was fun to to rehearse yeah. because we're all out there, you know, together. <laughs> a bunch of fucking class clowns. Yeah. You know, Kenny Amon is like tapping his watch. Yeah. He's the, you know, like more or less our line producer. You know, he's like, hey buddies, we gotta we, we gotta we got other skits we gotta rehearse. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I know, but we're you know whatever. Yeah, yeah. The host always had something fun to do. You had your standards. Then we started putting in like you know Al Gore, yeah, and De Niro, and Robin Williams. You know, like like the it, joke like, became who would get bummed. It was who it, didn't get to talk. Exactly. The like, first time that guest didn't get to talk, I lost my mind. It's so great. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I'm pretty sure. You know, shout outs to uh, Keenan Thompson, Brian Tucker, and I believe Rob Klein. I think wow. it, there might be one more name in there. But, but it's yeah. funny. I tried to bring up the fact that sometimes when something works, we just keep doing it, and yeah. that's sad. Yeah. But here's a great example yeah. of how much joy I'm getting. If, That's what we're after. Yeah. yeah. Fucking and babies. Like we're, we're all here as, you know, some, someone found something that worked and like, <laughs> stuck with it. <laughs> Spread the word. I, I don't want to, I don't want to assume. I, mean, I don't want to yeah, assume. Yeah, but we're you know, all yeah, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Is everyone kissing? I really want to know. No. <laughs> kissing. No, no. Kids don't kiss anymore. I don't mean, always I mean like... <laughs> Ancient Rome, right? Not TV Rome, mm-hmm. real Rome, right? Do we know they were kissing? Ancient Egypt, were they kissing? See, this is, is that built into us? I believe so. If you only look back over just the recent like history within our lifetime, how it's gone from, you know. It's never been hugs as 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 the formal greeting, but it definitely was handshakes. Yeah, handshakes. Then are high a thing. fives, now fist bumps. So we're getting further and further apart. That's true. You know, like now we're punching each other. So it must have been, <laughs> if you think about that, what you know, if we take it all the way back and we keep, it had to have been. We probably 
slept with each other before we really knew each other back then. <laughs> well, there's probably which, more fucking. Yeah. Definitely. And then there was the man shake, which is grabbing each other's forearms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That seems to be agreed upon in movies for like gladiators, centurions, yeah. that yeah, sort yeah. of stuff. It's like, ah, brother. Yeah, yeah, but you're still grabbing that meaty thing. But of, maybe like, they were kissing each other gently on the lips. Probably. <laughs> I, would, I would assume. Just like a gentle little kiss. I mean, don't they, they? I feel like that happens in Europe. I can never. You, to, the, the moment it takes to hear someone's accent and then realize, are they going to kiss me once, <laughs> twice, or three times? I'm not good at it yet. I don't know if I ever get good at it. I kind of like the the moment of like not knowing and be like, oh, oh, we're third. Oh, third. That's funny. The second someone goes four on me, I'll be like, okay, ha ha. It's like the the ordering the beers in Inglorious Bastards. I go, you're from space. Yeah. Nobody does four. <laughs> oh, you you had a scratch on your DVD that skipped it and made it look like it was four. <laughs> the DVD you were studying. That's how they study. They study with DVDs. <laughs> and they didn't notice that there was a no. scratch. No. They come down here. They see thumb drives. They're like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> they're, they're further along than we thought. But even that as a greeting in, in ancient Egypt – did they kiss how we kiss? I really want to know the answer. I don't know if we'll ever know. No. In I, France. You think so? No, I don't know. I'm just thinking. Because we French kiss kissing. based on like the TV that we've seen. Like yeah, when yeah. we kiss, we're imitating yeah. things we've seen. Yeah. I remember doing a, 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 a scene uh, in a movie, uh, you know, which would make sense, uh, called Good Old Fashioned Orgy, which I love. I love that movie. I do too. Nick uh, Kroll. Yep, absolutely. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. Unbelievable cast. I, I like, uh, I, you know whole other story about that thing but like um but uh there's a scene when uh uh i think yeah i think it's nick and lake are next to me and then me and Lindsay sloan and at some point we're just in the background because it's martin Starr and angela seraphian like in the in the foregrounds they're seen and so we're just in the back sort of like like okay and we're and we're kissing and and i remember i hope she doesn't mind me saying this because because i think it's a dig on me uh, that's the way I heard it, at least. And not even a dig, but just like, uh, but she goes, do you like, okay, cut. All right. All right. Uh, we're switching the camera or reloading, whatever. Um, it's like, do you, is that how you really kiss? Or are you just kissing like that? Cause we're on camera. That's so funny. And I, I don't know if I can answer. <laughs> I still don't know. That's so funny. It's like, I think I kiss like that, but probably because I've seen it on camera. That's what made right. me think of it. It was yeah. like, but I think I was like, God, why? How do I that didn't even, so I was so, funny. it made me so, I mean. You know, I'm wearing, we're wearing basketball shorts. We're just seeing our shoulder. You know, we're not really having sex. Movie magic. Um, when you're yeah. in that, see, this is all it takes for me to believe in stuff. Yeah. You were saying, I can't tell by the accent how many kisses are coming my way. <laughs> right, right, right. And I thought, based on your accent, I feel like a Frito pie is coming my way. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Which is yeah, funny. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't yeah. say it because delicious. I was like, I don't yeah. know. What, what is that joke? <laughs> I'm fine. You're doing great. And I was okay. like, I don't need to interject. <laughs> Then you mention this movie. Yeah, yeah. That movie, the orgy, is described mm-hmm. at a, so- a southern like white trash party. That's right. That features Frito Pie. That's very true. That's the opening scene. Me and Leslie Bibb have right. that conversation. That's and right. that's all that I need. That's it. It's like <laughs> I'm just like there's order in the yeah universe. exactly. There sure is. No, I I I I've, I've had such a joy listening to the, spending time with you on this podcast. Not just this one here, but the yeah. ones, but all the ones you've said. It's it's it's. And you know the neat thing, uh, and I know we're, we're probably I'm getting the sense we're wrapping up, so I don't. Oh, we, it's the, really up to you. Um, I'm good, but but <laughs> but um, I, I my folks just got in town last night, and uh, my dad. Wait, let me guess. Yeah. Sedakis. Yeah. He's Lithuanian. I'm Lithuanian. Oh, you are nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to guess right. his name is Tony. No, it's Dan. Dan! Yeah, Dan and Kathy. Oh, oh shit! Sorry, I thought, okay. I thought I thought it was only the Lithuanian. I never would have guessed Kathy. Yeah, yeah. 
Kathy Good with comedy a K. name. Yep, excellent. Great. Yep, Dan comedy and Kath. Name. Dan and Kath. Can you get Dan and Kath in here? It's such a good one. It's good. It really is. It's it, great. That's the kind of stuff you talk about an accident. Like that's an accidental thing. Yeah. You know, that, that, that I grew up like hearing Dan. Dan. Yeah. Kath. Kathy. Yeah, you know, never Kathy. Kath. Be Kath. Always. Hey, Kath. Oh, wow. That probably sounds more like him than I even realized. Wow. But I told him last night, I go, I sent, I had sent him because he's, you know, he's in the autumn of his years. That, <laughs> that like, uh, very spiritual guy, um, didn't have a father growing up, so, you know, kind of raised me specifically blind. Um, but, you know, gets down with the get down, loves, loves watching television, has impeccable taste. Like, he's the one that turned me on to Mad Men. His favorite person on SNL when I was on it, Fred. Yeah. Like, and that's not a great calling. Santini thing. He just, like. He was calling it. He. Yeah. Big Bang Theory. He yeah. was like, he's like this guy, he, and he's like the the fellow that plays uh, Jim. That's the guy. Yeah, Jim Parsons. He's like, he's excellent. Like, we, and he's not, he's not like, he doesn't, he's he, not a showbiz guy. He's not he's doing a, it as a parlor trick. Not, and he's, he's not just, just and he's not even doing it to like gain like. Um, he, it's not like he inundates me with text about like you know yeah. watch this. It's just whenever, what are you watching? Like, I'm always curious. Yeah, like, what are you watching? He's just got, he's just got plugged in. But I, I, I love I, it. My dad's always got Antiques Roadshow on with the sound off. <laughs> <laughs> trying to guess, oh, God, that's not worth anything. That ain't worth anything. Where did they find that? And turning it off before he could be proven uh, right or wrong. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> we'll saying, never know. Yeah. They should have brought that in the garbage can. <laughs> that's where it's going to end up. Uh, I, 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 say, I sent him a, uh, like a week ago. I go, hey, if you, you should check. Do you listen to podcasts? Like, you know, you should check out uh, Pete Holmes' show. Uh, this guy, this fellow Pete Holmes. And so then last night when he, he, he goes, he goes, hey, I haven't gotten into that podcast. I don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly sure. I just downloaded one recently. But you know I love Pete Holmes. Jason. No. I go, that is, I stop, go stop, are you stop, fucking stop, kidding me? I go, really? <laughs> just stop. He did. And, and, the, re- and the reason he, he, he had, for years, like he's seen every episode of Crashing. No. Swear to God. Get he's seen every here. episode. You know, his other favorite is, is Mulaney. Mulaney, like, yes. he, like he went to. I am more honored. I was doing a. a, a <laughs> like a, a charity event, you know, in in Kansas City for with my buddy Billy the same night that Mulaney was also performing. My folks went to go see Mulaney and then came to the charity event afterwards, which wow. I knew they were going to do. And I told John, he's like, like, oh, you know, like just in the fact that you know John's from Chicago and everything. Like my folks, like they love him even more. But and and he went to Ignatius, the same high school my dad went to. So, wow. a bunch of reasons why there. But but yeah, my my sister's ex wife like. Uh, uh, tipped him, uh, tipped my dad to no. your podcast, and so he's been. He hasn't been listening to the podcast. He just, you know, stand up. Uh, I, I think maybe books because he's a pretty voracious reader. But then, but then the all all wow. of crashing, and so he was like super fired up, like 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 where for it to come around to me to say suggest something that he was like, oh, I know, but I didn't know that meet him in that medium wow. is, is as exciting, and that's the medium that I thought he'd be the most jazzed about. So he's gonna what? be. He's gonna lose his mind. This I was gonna is amazing. I, I gently toyed with the idea of bringing him here today. He could have come. I know, but like it would have changed just, the episode. It, it, it would have, and I'm okay with that. But <laughs> I didn't know if you would be. <laughs> it's always the guest's episode. Yeah, yeah sometimes people bring people. It, he's oh my god! Wow. He's, yeah. So that so you're in you're. You know, what? you're you're just getting started, buddy. You, the, the, <laughs> he called it. Yeah, he called it. I'm Jim Parsons. You're Jim Parsons. You're Mulaney. Uh, you're you're Matt Weiner. I love you're, it. You know, can I tell you? Whenever I was a kid, when, whenever I was a kid, yeah, yeah, whenever that was, <laughs> when I was whenever kid, I get to be a kid again, my parents would take me to the theater, mm-hmm. and every show I would go to, I was waiting for them to come out and say, um, "We need a small boy." Um, one of the cast members isn't here. If, mm-hmm. if there's a small doughy boy. Who could come on stage? You don't need to know the lines. You just kind of whatever you do will be great. Yeah, that was my fantasy. Yeah, 
And as you were talking, my fantasy, I remembered that feeling as a boy. I was like, man, I hope this story circles back to me. <laughs> and it did. Thank you for your honesty. Darn That's what everybody thinks. When any, <laughs> any, like, not just you, when I anybody starts talking. I hope this circles back to me. <laughs> but when you were like, I'm in a vulnerable place. We're waiting to hear. So I need Papa Sudeikis. And I just, I prefaced it with like, uh, are we going over? Because, oh, yeah. he, oh, he's about to fucking lay into something here, Sudeikis. Uh, All right, let's see what this thing is about to spin a yarn over here. I wonder if he knows yeah. I'm Lithuanian, your dad. No. And cares. I don't know if he does. It might be I don't know if he cares because, again, his dad yeah. died. So, like, the Lithuania, we, we only recently got back in touch with that side of our uh, squad because I did the show, um, Who Do You Think You Are, a few years ago. It, what is uh, that? A, that's a genealogy show uh, where they literally, like, pay, it was a few years ago. It was like, it was like six, seven years ago now. Wow. Um, but, uh, and that was the the journey that I went on was to find out because he never knew how his dad died either. It was a, it was, really? a, big, it was a big mystery that that my grandma and uh, Graham we called her who's since passed on uh, told him that he you know kind of spun a yarn. Oh, he was walking out of church and he fell and broke his neck. And then my dad never really and, and then he just then probably about ten years ago started wondering is that the truth? I should yeah. go look it up. Did they build churches on the yeah, top of that- cliffs. <laughs> Graham. Yeah, and so then I went on this whole journey to find out, and like you did, to, yeah. But I mean, they took me on it. Like I, I was, it was. I mean, as as profound as anything, you know. Um, like, yeah, to be able to. The show starts off with you meeting with you know the family, and then you go off to this adventure. You don't know where you're going to be the next day. You know, wow. I, I had to break mine up a week at a time because of SNL. So I did one week, and then I had two weeks off, then did the other week. But but um, and but, they yeah. took you to like this is the bakery. Yeah, Papa yeah. Sudeikis. Yeah, well, the, the you know the the punchline, I guess, is like my <laughs> grandma wasn't wrong. She didn't lie necessarily. What she did, what she left out, though, and that's a lot of the ways lies manifest themselves. Is not the is not the abject like untruth. It's the you know the the lack of information. He was uh, they they got divorced. Uh, he was a big drinker. He was basically homeless, and he was uh, sleeping in this park across the street from a church. And one night tried to probably go in there to get warm, uh, but there was ice on the thing. It was locked. It wasn't open. So he fell, slipped, broke his neck on a church because he was going to sleep in there because he had he was a, a, a drunk homeless guy. Whoa. So And so then to give that information to my father, because then we went into uh, my dad's dad's name was Stanley. Then going to his father, father, basically that we found out that I was the first Sudeikis uh, male to be raised with his father. Since they've since we've been in America, Whoa. so so yeah, it was heavy, heavy. <laughs> and the cutest thing was my sister. Uh, you know when they you know we do we do all that, and then you know whatever six months later, four months later, it's on television. Me and my sisters, who they both live in the East Coast, were over at the, at my apartment at that time. We watched it, and we had a few people over, like um, live and uh, folks were there, and and they show the whole episode and like and my summation at the end, like you know telling the information that I got from this journey, and and Lindsay was like, ah. Oh. It's like, wow, what's wrong? She goes, they cut out the part where you said this. I go, oh, yeah, Linz, but I said it to dad. It it hit its target demo. Like, <laughs> it's like, like, it's okay. It's okay. She was genuinely bummed at, like, uh, I can't yeah. remember exactly what it yeah, was, yeah, but yeah. it was like, it's like, no, no, no. The journey, it, the, you know, it we got it to the best. Yeah, person, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, person. um, but it was, it was a very, very, it, it, if, if it was 14 days that I went out, like day four, I was like, why did you pick me? Hmm. How did you, like, this is, Nuts! Like, and they're like, "Well, we do a little, we do a little research." They're dead. They yeah. knew they had something good. Yeah. yeah. Can you still watch it? 
I haven't watched. Uh, I mean, is it out for people to watch? Oh yeah, I think it's on probably like what? iTunes or something like that. I haven't watched it since the the airing. I, I, w- I would like to because there's there's you know it gets you know there's there's specifics that I'd hmm. love to re- be reminded of again. And speaking of who do you think you are? Do you do you feel any of that? Like I guess it's a Hindu idea that we're all sharing a little piece of God. How do you think of God? Because we're talking about multiple gods. That's yeah. one way to think of multiple. But gods. It's, but it's multiple gods. I do believe that. Like I'm putting I'm. Webbing them all together, like you know, what I mean, like yeah. you know, like a like a uh, like a good net, um, <laughs> like a tapestry, like we sort of like like you know one of those things that like you know one of those um, examples that Dell would give or anybody, and you know that even when we make a mistake, you know, you try to weave the mistake into the tapestry. I mean, oh, yeah. we, we can't help but do it now, but but I yeah, that's why the the mushrooms and improv sort of are, are. Can you tell me about a mushroom trip that had divine influence? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. couldn't be more interested. I mean, my favorite one is and and it, it, it is um, when I went to go do Boom Chicago. My my oh, you're in Amsterdam where you can buy them. Yeah, legal. Yeah, yeah. but but it's still you know. Well, I mean, I mean, I have a few because I did it in Vegas quite a few times too. Uh-huh. I haven't done it in ten years. Last time I did it, no, longer than that was. What well, I haven't done it since uh, 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 December of two thousand three. I went back, or no, Thanksgiving of two thousand three, because I I had just left Las Vegas, went to SNL. Came back to Las Vegas only only a couple of weeks, um, and so I was you know you know like take mushrooms and and hang out with like all our friends from Blue Man Group and Cirque du Soleil and whatnot like no people way. I'd seen you know that was you know I'd lived there almost two years two years nine months so this was like people that I was very comfortable with so there's no like you know possibility of having a quote unquote bad trip and uh, and I take them and I forgot that in the time that I had left even though it had only been like two weeks that I'm. I roll in there and people are like, Jason! And it's all about like, I had the cool, I forgot I had acquired the most interesting job <laughs> you know, to people in the world. What's it like? How so and so? So it was all God. this attention, bad trip, went outside, puked. It was also, you know, this is, um, I'm sorry, this was New Year's Eve because there were fireworks oh, no. and we were off the strip enough that all I could do was see smoke from where the strip was. So I'm like, okay, oh, no. Al Qaeda. Like, I was like, oh, it was like, Puked my brain, got all of it. My my McCormick and Schmick surf and turf got that out. That's on a lawn. That's it. Went inside, smoked a joint, sat in a room, and I got to feel like Rick Rubin the rest of the night. Like I was, I was a Buddha, but like um, spinning yarns of of how talented you, know, you turned it around. I, yeah, but through puke, through the magic of of, of oh, puke. puking. But you were still tripping. Still tripping, but like yeah. on that mild, like Jimmy Stewart on that on that down, like yeah. you know, like like where it's still you're still feeling it, and it's like still like sexy, and you're still still seeing the joy and the love and, and the connectivity of the world. Um, but but so that was the bad. That was the, that's yeah, the yeah. last time. That's but the fir- my, my favorite was Boom Chicago. I'm there, and there's a fellow there who's not there anymore. Uh, he's actually got a bookstore in, in Brooklyn now called Quimby's. A fellow named Steven Zimbersky who went by the people called him the Wizard, and he was the um, sound. He was the stage uh, sound and tech guy, like uh, that ran the board. And Boom Chicago had all, every bell and whistle, lasers, smoke, like for a sketch show. Like, but you're like, oh, well, it's in Amsterdam. Like, like normally, I, I you know, you, none, none of that stuff is needed. He, throughout his youth, uh, loved Jesus Christ Superstar uh, and listened to the concept album, the Brown album, uh, the original, a lot, all the time, to the point where he got sick of it and he only listened to it once a year now. He only listened to it uh, on Easter. Um, he knew I was a huge fan, uh, and so he was going to do for me. He had been at Boom for a few years at that point, so what he would do now is he'd listen to it on Easter and he'd do him, get, do, 
perform, take mushrooms or get stoned and perform, do a light show for himself <laughs> in there. So myself, yeah, it, it was like, I was like, and he gifted me when he knew, because we knew we were only going to stay till January. This was uh, me and my, my ex-wife, Kay, and we weren't married at that time, but we were doing great at that time. And um, but we were going back at, in mid-January, and this is, you know, December, this is Christmas, Christmas Eve, in fact. And he, uh, and he uh, I, I want to get this for you. I'm going to do the light show for you tomorrow <laughs> if you want to go. I was like, yes. Yes, we had no shows. The, the theater was dark that night. Uh, so that a- that afternoon, it was like I feel like we may have went at like eleven or, or <laughs> noon. It was me, my good friend Brendan Hunt. Uh, we both uh, took shrooms, and then my other good buddy Jordan Peel uh, d- smoked a big old uh, joint, <laughs> and we watched we watched we watched this show. And he had it down where like lights were certain characters. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, he like I mean, it could not have been better. And Jordan and I used to have this like little catchphrase whenever we'd you know get hired do mushrooms together in Amsterdam, where we'd kind of look at each other and go. A lot of stuff going on up there, huh? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> kind of gesture. And so I remember we said that a couple of times and just, you know, Brendan, I, I mean, it got to a place where I was like watching, you know, I think is again, towards these metaphors and these myths. I don't think I'm Jesus. I'm not like, you know, going to say that, but I was in this story Yeah. or I may have been also some Judas, you know, like again, the, that part of me that believes it's the message right. is more important than the messenger. And that's what that version of the, of the, the Christ story is really, in my opinion about, uh, and so I'm watching like script pages like go by me. I'm seeing Kay's face emoting in the smoke, all these different mm. things as as the light as I just noticed this Barack thing right here in front of me. Oh my god. Is that Barack? Yeah. That's uh, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, that's me. Oh, is that you? I thought that was Barack. It looks that's like Obama. Me. Like young. But that's great. That does but look like Obama. We um <laughs> in the negative, right? Yeah. In the negative space. Uh and it was it was and it was just it was stunning. It was like wow. it was like this gorgeous you know experience with that music you know jacked way up and a dude uh, playing the every bell and whistle in that theater that it had like they were people and it, and that's part of the mushrooms talking but that's also a credit to Stephen's knowledge of that board and that that musical and right. I remember walking out of there and just being like holy moly and then going to meet Kay. And uh, and she was mad at me because I was I was like half hour late um, and understandably because I, I it, you know I, I kept her waiting because we had just jibber jabbered after the whole thing and and, um, and that being like oh right like life like like yeah but that was one of the faces right, I saw you know? yeah exactly no but you know she, she's she's fantastic but she was not on mushrooms uh, like I was and right. nor had she just gone through this you know wow. this intense experience but that that was that was a that was a really special one and and you know. It's it, it was it was something else. I wish I could tell you the the, the like, I didn't pull anything from it other right. than like you know I, I mean the echo of the the one of the, probably the best song or most well known song I should say you know everything's all right yes everything's fine you're like oh, I hope so <laughs> I fucking hope so because I knew I was going to be going to Vegas you know I knew you know I'm uh, only looking yeah. at my phone because no, I want to no make worries. sure I'm not late yeah um, oh. but that's 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 that would that would be the mushroom one. We did it in Vegas a lot too, which is fun. If you ever do, if you ever get a chance, do mushrooms in Vegas. Is that super fun? Yeah, you get to feel like a March brother. I, I seek out my life trying to feel like a March brother. To, like to be anti, like like that's what I always felt when SNL got to go to these fancy things. Lauren's very nice about you know writers. At least during my generation, writers and cast were were, were very equal footed and got invited to a lot of the same things. Maybe a little different now, but but when we would get to go to like some hoity toity thing, because you know. Lauren's a you know one percenter now you know like and and 
and we were the not ready for primetime players, but I always loved yeah. us getting up dressed, you know, decked out in tuxes and nice dresses, and then you know getting the like right. hobnob with you know <laughs> fancy folk. And so when being on mushrooms in Las Vegas before we had to be you know good you know ladies and gentlemen on behalf of the show and the network and blah blah blah. Right. You just find we'd go to the Bellagio and just <laughs> trip. I off. mean, just I remember my friend Dan back at all pretending he was the choreographer outside the Bellagio of the fountains, like literally like a choreographer, and keep getting pissed at them for missing their their you know their marks like he's some sort of like he's like some like he's bob fossey or something and just getting so mad at them and, and we would just we would just like a group of like five or six of us you know would walk around and and just amazing. see you just see chaos you could i remember being at the hard rock hotel and be able to see people walk into the bathroom and then come out and they look like skeletons because they probably went in there to do cocaine i i'm not a very i don't know cocaine very at all at all very well but yeah i could I, you could see yeah. people's you could see people's they auras change. in essence it's yeah it's a magical thing it, it I, I look forward to doing it again at some yeah. point yeah, but, yeah yeah i yeah. have that experience being on my you get that sense like you know who you can trust too You're yeah like i don't I love you, yeah. but I don't trust this. Yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's yeah. something yeah. on an animal level that you're picking up on. I was I was a big advocate of trying to talk. Like I wanted to. I want. I was seated here when you were talking about it with Penn mm. Gillette. Mm. I, I, I'm not crazy. Like I, it, it really. It was really fascinating. Like he sounded scared, scared, scared. Like like like, and and also like uh, like. He is not. He, Wait, Penn sounded Penn, scared. Penn, Penn Gillette, because because of his aversion to to drugs and thinking what it would do to his brain, uh, which I totally scared get. of drugs. Scared of drugs. Yeah, scared a lot of you. Uh, um, that's what I thought. You were. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Really? No, oh my god! Yeah, no, no, good yeah, job, man. Yeah. No, he, needs, he needs it. He needs it. No, but 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 I, I've heard people in my life, and I've uh, do that, and I was definitely one of those people because I think I don't like the second my brain goes, like I got nothing else to yeah. give this 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 time around. Which is the weird message of drugs. Yeah, because it's like we're going to move aside what you think you are, and we're going to show you yeah. that you exist apart from it which is what you were That's trying a very to very frightening thing no it is frightening it is it's like do you want to give up everything yeah as ram does would say we're looking for volunteers yeah it's like well that's crazy yeah but it's something that we all have to do at some point like i, I, so. I sometimes think about like death and i'm like i think it's interesting that i don't necessarily have copious amounts of courage like my friend shane moss to like smoke dmt or something right yeah, i'm like I which know. is weird because we all do smoke dmt in the end <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like you will trip on yeah Whatever a dimethyl tryptamine, yeah. it's just it'll just be when you die, and you already have too. It's when you were born, like you've already been That's on one of is. those trips. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Otis, Otis is a little, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I sometimes yeah. see psychedelics as death rehearsals, and yeah, that that is the way that our culture is. That is certainly something to be avoided or to be afraid of. Yeah, no, but, Nancy Reagan and Len Bias, you know the fellow, the, the young fellow that, got, that died from an overdose after he got drafted by the. Boston Celtics, like I think it might have been the next night or something. Like he died, like the right. that got me. Co- like cocaine, I did, like yeah, won't, won't even step to. Yeah, but know. mushrooms, I was kind of like, I want to see, I want to, I want to, I want to see Pendulette on mushrooms. Like, yeah. or, or no, I don't like want to see of, him. I want to, I want to, I want to see what comes from it. Yeah, I want to see. I want to hear him talk about. it. I think he will. I think he will too. Based on the podcast, and then afterwards, he was like, he. he I think he was open about it. He, he was. Like, I'm open to it, and yeah. I'm interested. Again, you've done many more of these since, uh, so I don't expect you to remember. But and I don't mean to reference it. Please, you know, but but maybe it'll get people to listen to one besides me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, many more, hopefully. And um, but yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, he sounds. He's. I could. I could hear the 12 year old him. Yeah. Like it, like and 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 I've and I've had that feeling with other that experience with other people and right. and mushrooms. I could I was I, I feel like I, I I'm a good sherpa. At least yeah, I was when it, yeah. when it was something that I did like once every three months. You know, yeah. I, I I would need one myself. You know, <laughs> probably. But there's something about it. You know, they their mind manifesting drugs. 
uh, and there's something about a brain like Penn's mm-hmm. getting turned into exactly. a funhouse. Yes. And I'm like, I just want you to know the feeling. You yeah. know that part of you, Penn, that knows how to cook? Mm-hmm. What if we take that part and make it a bouncy house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can just go in there and yeah. bounce around yeah. in all of your knowledge on how to cook and come out and tell me how the universe is an egg. You'd just be like, it's all in the egg, yeah. man. Like yeah. that is Go what... on. Yeah, yeah. please. <laughs> While you're hot, do it. Roll. I No, I'm with you. I, yeah. uh, the, the, I think you'd spoken to him about it or have said it before um, – because I, I, you know, the people say it opens doors in your mind, and I and I think it leaves them ajar. Yeah, it does. which is important. Yeah, I think it's a very, very impo- I think it's a very uh, important thing, and I d- don't think it only can happen through that. It happens yeah. through reading books and talking to strangers and yeah. uh, looking people in the eyes and, and getting out in the world and totally, and totally, but, totally. But sometimes, you know, when again, when your baggage gets too far in the way of your intuition, like I think, I think um, it can be nice to reset. Yeah, it it's can, a wonderful thing that we have this like little release button. And here, and yet, it's here all the time, always, and it's criminalized, and it's fascinating. Like, yeah. why, why? I know. Why? Well, my wife just had a bad experience on them, and and I think I told this when the doctor was saying, like, you know, these drugs are no good. I was going like, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I, even though my wife was going through a bad thing because of them, yeah, I was like, still, yeah. We maybe overdid it, but that doesn't mean we should stop doing them. Altogether. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Although that being said, I always people always ask me the rules, and there you got to do them with the right people yeah. in the right circumstances. That's, that's where I've been lucky. I say don't have anything on either day. Like do them on day B. Mm-hmm. There's A, B, C. Nothing on those days. Do them on day B. Deal with people you're comfortable crying or vomiting in front of. Not yeah. that you'll cry or vomit, but no. those should be the quality of friends. Yes, well said. And quiet yourself, and and uh, yield, and it'll, it'll be over. I couldn't go underwater on them. Really? I could not hold my head underwater. I oh, still don't know why. We were on mushrooms on our honeymoon, and I was swimming, and I was like, I, I can stand her here forever. I had one of those moments. That's more, that's, that's, you know, we're different. And, <laughs> and, yet, and yet we work. You know? And yet we work. But I was like, it was true, though. I yeah. was staying yeah, yeah. under sure. insane amounts of time. I bet, yeah. With no, because I had no fear. The part of my brain that was like in charge of going like, scare him, like the Jewish mother in my brain that was like, you can't be underwater, was silenced. And I was like, I can stand her here. And this is what David Blaine does. This is what all the great breath-holding people do is they learn how to meditate the part of their brain that regulates that type of panic. And they tell it to take a couple hours off and then they break records. And I did it because I ate a plant. George, I mean, mean, look at this little pretty little piece of synchronicity is – I remember the same time when I realized, oh, I can't hold my head underwater. I was hanging out in the pool. This is in Las Vegas. Uh, and uh, it's the only time that I've ever freestyled rap. <laughs> and I, I was on fire. I was spitting fire, as they say. And, you know, towards what we were talking about at the beginning, like when you hear rap, you're like, I could string together some things yeah, like that. Yeah. And I've always felt like, I've always been like, you know, enjoyed wordplay or, you know, all that. And, <coughs> and, and, and you know, people would would uh, confuse me with being quick every now and then. And it, yeah. a lot of that's just, again, from listening. No, it's uh, but it's, but, but when I got out of my way, like, I, I was, Did I was it? like, Joe was beatboxing and I, I, feel like if I asked him about it, he'd go, oh, no, you were – there was something going on. I go, yeah, I was yeah, on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just – Well, what is way. that? Your potential was there. All the Dr. Seuss, all Eminem, Beastie Boy. It was it, like it was everything Everything came out just like with near I, – I remember, I remember it very, very well. Of but it was – I got out of my own way. It's like sometimes I dream that I'm rapping and even in the dream I'm like, this is really good. Now, that could be wrong obviously. Mm-hmm, sure. But there – I've also had those experiences. Me and Ian Carmel 
were looking for a parking spot, and we were a little drunk, not too drunk, maybe stoned, and we're driving around in, in circles listening to Zombie, the song Zombie. On was this AP. recently because you just passed? No. No, just, okay. Before yeah. she passed. Yeah. And freestyling over it. And yeah. we were yeah. very good. And it was because he's the most – do you know Ian Carnot? Nope. Mm-hmm. He just looks like Dom DeLuise. He's just like, hey! He's just like a happy, yeah, yeah, yeah. friendly guy. And you're in the, in the car that's so safe. Yeah. Not going anywhere, literally going around the block looking for parking, but not looking because we're having so much fun. That place can be manufactured, like you said, through conversations, through friends, through eye contact, yeah. or sometimes with a drug. Yeah. But if you go into that safe, special place, that's where good improv is. That's where good sketch. It kind of goes back to what you're saying about writing sketches, just getting out of your own way. The animator yeah. critic, you don't have to write the next great Mr. Show. It can just be David S. Pumpkins. I'm aware that that's yeah. not your season, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, I 100% agree with people you. People critique me sometimes because I mention seasons of things that people are. Uh, I'm not in that one. Exactly. Like you would say that. Uh, yeah. Okay. I don't care. No, no. I still I watch the <laughs> no, show no, every I, week. No, I, I know yeah. you yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm not saying that to you. I'm just like, we're just trying to talk. Yeah, yeah, This isn't Larry King live. I say that all the time when there's like a – I love Larry King. When people – when there's like a uh, – yeah, like when people are trying to say well, – you know what I mean. Like we're trying – like I'm talking <laughs> – that's like a couple fight. That's not – I know I said that. That's not what I mean. But you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> not Kath. helpful. Not helpful. Yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly. Helpful. Oh, come on, Kath. You know what I mean. Let's do the speed round. Oh, we, we can talk forever. Round. Yeah, let's, let's do oh, it. We're doing we, well. This probably won't be the last time we talk. No, absolutely not. Let's make. You can't smell or taste. No, I can't smell, and so Which therefore we believe taste. you can't. Yeah, I think it's all taste bud based. I think, but no nuance. So, like again, walking through the Bellagio on mushrooms, and Ed, who was there, Ed Goodman was like, "Oh my God, I feel like I'm back at my dorm room freshman year," and I was like, "Yeah, man." I don't have that trigger, so it's the smell of the carpet. That's the thing that I want to get down into is like is like with the smell, and I don't know who to talk to, but it's like how does it affect my memory? Because yeah. that's it trigger. They say it triggers. It's more the number memory. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I that it's it's a it's a weird thing. Like you know, I could you know taste like Diet Coke and Coke right after one another. I can tell you what's what's what, but like Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, or like Coke Zero and Diet Coke, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Really? No, I don't think so. Not after a time. Not after a certain amount of time. Interesting. It would be like it's all fresh. You're like my I would build, I literally turkey chicken. Like I don't think would be. Really? I don't. I don't think I'd be able to tell the difference huh. uh, unless I had just had it recently and someone told me what it was, and then I can sort of hold it in my RAM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you only have it there for a moment. I think I don't it's even short-term know. Short-term taste memory. Yes, yeah. but it's still. So can you dull. just eat like this is Spice, spicy, spicy? No, 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 no. Even worse. I'm, yeah. Can you just eat super healthy because who cares? Kind of, but I don't. Yeah, because uh, people have more fun when they don't, and I like I, l- I love going out to eat and hanging out with people. And um, but I'm always very hesitant to uh, recommend places to people unless I've taken like unless Liv's going with me. You need me to and, have the taster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a taster like oh, a king. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, <laughs> is t- this as good as I, I perceive? T- I have a taster fit for a king. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> say that. Uh, you know, anybody would be lucky to have uh, live and taste their food for him. But yeah, when people so like when I like some of the, like on set, you know, like you know, like well, they drop some food and I eat it, and someone uh, was like, "It's like how is it?" I go, I, "It makes me so anxious." Yeah, I'm like I'm like. Uh, it's pretty. It's good. I don't want to say it's good because okay, That's great. Right. I'm gonna go get it. Then uh, this is awful. Yeah. It's like oh, you get it. <laughs> like, Welcome to my world, yeah, baby. I can't tell. Don't ever ask me anything. My preference again. That's so funny. It's, it really There's does. No quick way it to just do it. happened two, How is that? two days ago. Yeah. You know, I don't really know. Yeah. Oh, you why? have to be the waiter that goes, what do you like here? I'm a vegan. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh. you, like the vegan, the I can't wait smell. table. I like, can't. What do you mean you can't smell? Then you got to go through all that again. It's like, wait, oh, my God. You know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what is um, the hardest time you've laughed? Yeah. 
you know? I, I, I do because I – and it's one of them. But, but the one – I mean literally from the first time, you know, um, when I listened to Derek's and then every time since, yeah. the one that keeps popping up is – I think I um, forgot to ask Penn, which still, oh, really? still bothers oh, me. Oh, yeah. The um, Teller is naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you knew it was a yeah, great one. So good. I'm wearing a yeah. ring. So good. Yeah. I start so punching good. him in the forehead. <laughs> hey, that's so good. Oh my god, that's really really good. Uh, uh, I had beginner's luck. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I won't try it again. I, I have now retired my pendulum impression. I, be- I, be- I believe in that. That's when Mike O'Brien did Seven Minutes in Heaven. We came up with this bit where it's like just like uh, micro impressions, where it's yeah. just like just make just yeah. do the sound because like, I, I used. To do that, Jeff yeah. Bridges was whoa. Yeah, it's great. Whoa. Here's uh, Gene Hackman, just his laugh. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you, watch, you watch like Royal Tenenbaums; it's everywhere. My, but it's like, what do you do? It's so. You know. My brother would do Paul Giamatti, and he'd go, Jack, Jack, which is my sideways for my SNL. Hit. My second SNL audition, I did Chris Rock saying Paul Giamatti. That was it. I was going, Paul. Giamatti. <laughs> pa Giamatti. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was That's it. good. Uh, the hardest I've ever laughed um, today, man. Is that no, right? No, no, no. That's amazing. No, wouldn't that have been sweet? That would have been sweet. No, but okay. I have. I was hoping this would genuine. stir back to me. <laughs> I know. So I know. I know, buddy. Uh, <laughs> the... Um, no, but I, I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, the, the time that got me the most was, and I can't remember where we were, but I was in touring company with Second City, uh, and it was um, it, it was a college town. We had just had a good show, and we were spending the night there, so it was far enough away from Chicago that we had to spend the night. Versus a lot of times they'd you know hey wrap it up and we're, we're driving four hours to get you back yeah. home. So it could have been like Ohio State or something. I don't know, but we were we were we were somewhere a good sized college town. For some reason, it feels like it was in uh, Pittsburgh, um, and or at least Pennsylvania, and. In my touring company, great people, but the, specifically the one that, that provoked uh, this laughter was a fellow named Pete Gross. You know Pete? Pete Gross. Yeah, Pete Gross. Sonic. Uh, great. Sonic, uh, you know. But him and those. TJ Jagodowski, two right. of the greats. Two of the greats. Two of the greats. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. a shame I tease myself for calling mm-hmm. them the Sonic guys. Those are two of the greats. I know, but the, I mean. I, but I, that's how we know them. Yeah. And, They're from and the Sonic. That's how, that's how people listen. But, but then, but I mean. Like you know, TJ is 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 uh, Chicago royalty. Uh, yeah. Pete is is written everywhere, and you know, Veep done ton of stuff. Great yeah. actor, yeah, yeah. but he was also he's just very, very incredibly like impish. You know, he's he's like very playful, and and um, even though he's very very smart, and uh, and it was really cold, and he, we saw we were outside. Like like these kind of windows, and we're inside the. I'm sorry, we're inside the bar, but outside there was one patch of ice that was just having everybody as they walked across. Kids slip. It was just like you know, like when like the you know black ice or whatever, like where you can't tell, and it's it's fine, it's fine. And so we were watching people slip like a lot, and that can and 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 it it did get us. Slips are good ones. Slips are good, especially when they get up, right? Yeah, 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 of course. You know, we don't want it to be your great great grandfather. Exactly right. Yeah, hips are bad. Um, But uh, what's that old joke like comedy writer like? Comedy is falling down the stairs. It's Mel Brooks. Yeah, what is yeah, he goes? If okay. you fall in a manhole, that's comedy. Yeah. If I bruise my elbow, that's tragic. Right. There's that, like, but oh. there, but there's what what makes people laugh are people falling down stairs uh, and getting up. What makes comedy people laugh is someone falling down stairs and dying. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody like that. I forget. I forget. But I'm butchering. It. So, but so then at some point, I don't even remember when it was because we're all just get, and and it was we're right by the front window and now other college now kids now it's like a thing. We're far enough away that people don't notice. And at some point, Pete slipped away, put on his scarf, his jacket, 
and then it went out the back door. And then I, we just see him, and you don't know it's him immediately. We didn't. Those of us that the five, you know, six people that know stage manager and piano player and everything, uh, with all these strange, you know, college kids, stranger college kids, uh, meaning not, you know, not yeah, odd, you but know. you get it, right? Uh, and then it's Pete, and then he gets up and he falls down again. And then I realize it. Now I realize it's Pete. We all re- on our group, and the crowd is just going crazy. More people are joining, and Pete. Keeps getting up and it, but like all b- believable, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. not you know, not like, f- no, no, just genuinely. Um, and he's you know milking it, but like he could totally get up and get out, but he just keeps doing it. like to the point he does it for like three straight minutes, and I'm dying laughing <laughs> because it's hilarious and it's, and it's and, but it's also how do he get it's out a ruse. there? It's a ruse. He, he like the, being around, just like yes. being at a, at a wake, you know, and everybody's around you crying, and even if you don't know the person, yeah. you just start crying, you know, that yeah. communal thing. Like we're just uh, billows of laughter that are only getting as far as this, you know, this bulletproof glass <laughs> or whatever. And he's doing it now. Campus police pull over because they to think, help him to help him, and he. He's falling down, and he's like tr- almost pulling them down. No, like, it was it was it was so no! brilliant and so beautiful for like five minutes. And I, I oh. that's what I thought of when I when you first asked that that's question. That's the best, one of the best. I, I, I mean, Pete Gross, like one of the best. It was. I mean, he has always reminded me in many ways, in, in the best ways of of like Groucho, and it was it was so Mark's brother. I mean, it was, wow. it was more him, you know, channeling Harpo in that moment. It would played in the 1930s. 100%. It would play in the yes. 2030s. Yes, absolutely. That is amazing. It, it was it was it was something else. But that's that's the one I that's the one I always think of, that or is, that's the one I've thought I, of when uh, that is now my memory. Yeah, right I, now. <laughs> I put it in the bar across the street from Second City. Yeah, there you go. Is Perfect. that what it is? No, this no. was it was oh, yes, in that, Pittsburgh. It was like it was where some college town. Yeah, it's going to be it was there. just a great night, like post show or like you know. Yes. I remember a friend's band, Ultimate Fake Book, was on the jukebox. Like, oh my god, a Kansas band is playing in this bar. It was like just one wow. of those nights, and I didn't really drink a lot uh, at that point in my life, and uh, but but it was just one of those wonderful, wonderful That's nights amazing. that just the cherry on top was just Pete just doing. Killer pratfalls, like organically. A very smart, silly person. Do you know Josh Lieb by any chance? He I know was, the name. He yes. ran yeah. Fallon yes. for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's why. And he and I we were in a room together, and it's it's not going to even touch yeah. your story. Meaning, please lower your expectations. Already, but already done. He was just just so effortlessly bought into the premise of a, that he was an alien. Mm-hmm. We just kind of – someone pitched that he – he did something that was weird and then they were like, it's like you're from another planet. He's like, no, I'm not. And then he picked up a piece of cake and smelled it. There's cake in the room. Then he picked up a flower and, and ate it. And it was the way that he did it. Yeah. He did it faster than I just explained yes. it. As soon as someone said you're That's from amazing. another planet, he started smelling the cake and then he ate the flower. Yeah. And it involved not the same level of commitment, but he no. had to eat a flower. Yeah, yeah. And he's like a high yeah, producer on this show, being a silly willy. Yeah. And I died laughing. I, I and I'll that. never forget it. That made me think of another time that I laughed really hard. That like, and, and this goes back to the idea of like where like you know, Micaiah Stice. <laughs> Micaiah Stice was a walk-on at the community college that I played basketball at. Like it was me and three fellows from the same high school. We got scholarships. Micaiah was down there. 
And he's just like a knucklehead. He's just bad news. Like, I mean, you know, we eventually got arrested for trying to break into a fucking car wash in January. Like, nobody's using a car wash in January. We're trying to break in with a car. We got arrested. I spent the night in jail. Like, it was a whole thing. My head was shaved at this time. This is like, yeah, this is a whole thing. But Micaiah, we would, we would, like, the team would have to get up at, like, you know, six in the morning, go lift weights. Mm. Uh, and then we'd be, then we'd usually be in the cafeteria first and foremost. And the big thing you would do in the cafeteria that, that, that time, you know, little tiny glasses, a little bit bigger than shot glasses, you get milk and he, we would line up <coughs> the front of our tray. Like everybody would do it, you know, with all the, the, the beverages because they were so small. Yeah. He had like 10 chocolate milks in a row. But because we had just, uh, <laughs> like lifted weights, his muscles were a little twitchy and he, <laughs> we're, and now people are filling in around us. You know, we just, we're just, and so the, the, it's buzzing and everything and he goes to pick up his chocolate milk and we're all sitting around like 10 of us or whatever at the table and he's going and his muscles are twitching and his hands a little shaky and he and it drops he drops it we're all everybody's like oh you know like uh, he's got so now he's got you know he's sweaty as hell still from like or workout and he's covered in chocolate milk and we're all like out laughing and just like you're saying just as quick as josh probably reach for that that flower he then just as we're laughing just picks up the all 10 of them and just starts dumping them all over himself just like one after another just very casually very quickly like you know not not speed just like just like as if he meant to do it and then just eat his food and i i was like the i i mean I was, that's what if comedy that, is. If, if that that it, like Mikhail was that funny all the time and yeah. just needed like Whatever, His like mushroom he, freestyle moment, yeah, or comedy sports, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you need, need to have you know Cam Lynch. And that's what was nice about those sports. was they take people like you and Josh and this guy and yeah. just spin them into yes. a situation where they shouldn't thrive. But that's actually the only place we can. Yeah, if I if I if I were like starting an improv theater in Kansas City, I would immediately go to every high school and I'd say, who are the who gets in trouble? Yeah, show me kids get in trouble because they're they're. Like I, I, you know the the like eight and up or like forty two and up like that yeah, like, like that yeah. documentary. Yeah, I want yeah. that same documentarian or at least someone to bite that style and do it with. What's the, it? It's called like eight I, up, eight yeah, up, eight up, and then yeah, and then, and then, then eighteen up, yeah. twenty eight. I want someone to do that with uh, kids in right field that chew their glove. Yeah, I want to watch that document. I want I want to wow. follow five the of those little boys girls. Yeah, or the ones picking dandelions. Featuring says, a short film of my making of people looking at the sign at the airport. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be like the Pixar cartoon at the front. <laughs> yeah. We can do this. I know, but I'm so jammed. I know. I'm just so jammed. <laughs> I love it. Let's do this. I, I'm going to be late to my thing. I don't care. I keep booking these things and then they go long. What podcast do I think I'm hosting? I don't know. Why you, do I have plans after the podcast? Yeah, I, I canceled everything. I was like, I was like, I don't. I assume he just edits it down. You're a good man. <laughs> you really are. You've got, you'll have covered some of these. Okay. But don't feel bad about repeating yourself. No, okay. What's the greatest lesson you've learned about show business? Give um, me a little. There's a little. power in the word no. Ooh. Right. Power, there's, 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 what you say no to defines you as well. Yeah. That was, and Bernie Brillstein, you know, the great, I mean, a character in himself, but um, really great mind. I mean, literally, like on the ground floor in the 70s of SNL, uh, Muppet Show, and Hee Haw all at one mm. time. Wow. Like, that's remarkable. Like, produced all, you know, helped produce the, and, and managed all the people involved. But, um, yeah, uh, a, a business, a, a, a career is, what, is, is made out of what you say no to. I love it. What about improv? Greatest lesson of improv. Listen, have, like Del said, like the jazz drummer, have big ears. Listen. Big, I love that. I do too. I, I love it. Have big ears like a jazz drummer. Yeah. Oh, is here the bass drum solo? Yeah, what's like, he doing? Oh, okay. Oh. I lo- There's something profound. When the drummer gets quiet for the bass solo, mm-hmm. I go, 
that's it right yeah. there. No, I when they that. they know. I mean, I know there's a, there's a language there, I, I, and I don't know it. Don't speak it, but but I, but I, you know we. Had good, it's as subtle. Good, you, know, as you, maybe ever go to, you ever go to you ever go pop into Smalls like down there in the West Village? I was right by it. Yeah. I never went in. Yeah, it's where it's it's you know knock on wood season three and all that. Yeah. If you end up back there, like you know it's 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 a good one to dive into. Yeah, I got to. Yeah, I got to. Just because you, it's even fun to go like a little drunk, a little stone, and then just sit back and don't even go for the music. Go just, just try to like suss out um, the um, the hierarchy. Yeah. Like it's fascinating. Like, who's like, in charge? Here? Who's in charge? But also, who's the baddest motherfucker in here? Because yeah. you can tell right away. It's the yeah. same thing you feel. I'm it's sure, like, like walking the, in the cellar, <laughs> yeah. and you know, Chappelle's there, or you know, we get that with improv too. Absolutely. Like, is this the oh, yeah. who's the alpha? Yeah. I know we're all a pack, yeah. But someone is the heartbeat 100%. of America, hundred percent. Because that's how I felt when I saw TJ. Yeah, absolutely. For example, Jagodowski. Yep. I was watching TJ Miller too, but I was watching TJ Jagodowski, and I was just like, yeah, oh. And it wasn't apparent until the end of the Herald. For everyone that, or, or – No, or to, for, to even, me. Even yourself, yeah. Because I was like, clearly he's great. But then at the end, I was like, oh, he was oh, the one that was yeah. paying attention to the whole show. Yeah. It's incredible. No, he's, he's got big old ears. I'd have him on if, if old big ears hears this. Yeah. Um, I could do uh, you know, it. Yeah, you put us in touch. I can do uh, Writing, greatest lesson? Um, all writing is rewriting. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's going to be – don't think it's – and that, that, that was probably Judd. I think Judd said that to me if I if, oh, I, really? if I remember correctly. Yeah, but all writing is rewriting. Um, Let me try. Yeah, all writing is rewriting. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Writing's, yeah. You, Bill Hader does it. Bill does yeah. And he he would go all writing is rewriting. Like yeah. he, he finds a way. I can't do that. I just keep the high nasal. <laughs> he puts it way in his nose too. I think. Yeah. Bill does it. He puts what? Way in his nose. Like his oh, nose, I'm like, doing like, it in my yeah, nose. Yeah. I'm doing that from Bill's for yeah. sure. Um, family, greatest lesson you've learned about family. Um. You can take that with your own family growing up or, or your family. Well, I think family in general, even family beyond uh, – that family is a group of people that you had no choice in, right? Yeah. So it can also be the, you know, uh, the people you know, when you have your family that happens to be your, you know, your, 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 your improv team that you get sort of cold. You know, I was very cynical to that at the beginning. It's like, I don't know any of these people. I just yeah. left this great group of, of fellas yeah. uh, at this theater in, back in my hometown and then moved here and then they put you, squeeze you together on a team with strangers yeah. and then you're supposed to have this connection and and a lot of it is 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 done through booze which I didn't drink at that yeah. time yeah. so I, had, I I was there to work you know to learn right and I didn't I confused that 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 sometimes you know that play is work you know and work right, is play right. uh, so so there's a little bit of like it's like love. the theater companies that all have sex with each other yeah yeah you know, exactly you, yeah, yeah. Sort of or like, they call it rehearsal I think, right? uh, <laughs> action trust <exercise. laughs> okay all right uh, I that I believe that you got to love people for um, who they are and where they're at and not where you think they should be that's brilliant you know you like could have taken a four hour break and yeah. not had a better one because that's something my uncle said to me yeah and he cracked my whole family he he passed but he was amazing he was like love them who, for who they are not who you want them did to he be. say it like as he was passing like was that he like, did it, yeah. w- it whisked out of him <laughs> I'm just kidding oh I'm really, all right. I was gonna, uh, you you were joking right no oh, I was genuinely I asking if he might, if he might no I mean towards the end like, like oh, when he knew he was dying okay. we, knew, we knew he was passing and that's when we started talking on the phone more gotcha and I've never, I'm not a good family person but he and I really hit it off yeah and, uh, no, I could stand to be better. I, yeah, I'm, I, I, I could be better, should be better. I didn't know it was something you learned. Like I learned to not be great at family from a not great family. And I would say that if they were sitting here. Yeah. I love them to death, but yeah. we're not good at being yeah. like, that's your cousin. Yeah, like we repeating. just don't have yeah, that. Exactly. We don't have any of that. I know. I don't have the guilt <laughs> attached to like – It's good. Yeah. It's liberating. But I mean like, like, like I can't get guilted into things by my family. Oh, no. You know? I know. 
You know? I know. Like Liv will read a text from her mom and be like, oh, she's so mad at me. And then I'll look at it and I'll be like, what do you mean? She just says okay. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But, you know, I'm like, I don't know. That's funny. Well, you know, the it's like a great Key and Peele sketch, too. God love him. Jordan Peele, smoking Rest fatty. in peace. Rest in peace. He's alive. No. Oh, he is? Oh, thank God. I miss you, Elton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad Miss You, Elton, got on here. Uh, and finally, comedy. What is the greatest? I know it's hard to summarize, and yeah. you've said so many great things. Well, that's nice. So yeah. let's not even feel pressure, but what is a great lesson you've learned about comedy? Oh, boy. Um, I be- love that. That soundscape. I do, too. It just went by right people, then. People, people pay thousands for that, and you, you're, here you are getting just free. free. For free. We have to get a release from that guy. Oh, hell. It, that's what Katie and the dog are here for. They Go, boy! <laughs> Find that cop. <laughs> uh, golly. I mean, it, it's probably almost a combination of everything I've said thus far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, really, it, it's like, you know, be ready to be ready. Big ears. Well, there's a great, you know what? There's a great, with comedy, I don't know if it's comedy, but but it's, there's a great, uh, John Wooden, the great you know, UCLA basketball coach, has so many aphorisms, right? Isn't that what we would say? Yeah, you, 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 you should get his, you know what? Don't, you don't get it. I'll, I'll, I'll find someone to get it for you. But like, um, <laughs> it might even be me. But, uh, but he's a great book of, of, of all his, you know, teachings, philosophies, thoughts, whatnot. Maximus. And, um, yes, exactly. And one is like, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Now, I don't oh, think I it's, it's unique to him yeah. necessarily, but I know it's in that book. And I, 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 I believe that. So like with comedy, like, like you got to do it. It's like Derek. Yes. Derek, the hardest working magician. Yeah, the great hardest yeah. working show person. Yes. maybe. Yeah, and and he seems like he's magical. Yeah, that's another way of thinking about it. like he's lucky. He's yeah. doing great. Yeah, right. I, I think you gotta you gotta do it. There's no there's no shortcut. There's you know sometimes you're blessed with a having an essence that fits in in the vessel that you've, you're given. Yeah. You know, like I, I don't know if any of us would be smart enough to receive Melissa McCarthy if she was uh, the same size as like. Uh, uh, Kate Micucci, you know, right. but like, but like Kate and Ricky, like they're like, you know, they're salt pepper shakers. Right. Like that essence reverberates right. off them right. as individuals, but then it certainly as a duo with the sound off, you know, right. Melissa like has such a capacity like to play within the essence of her vessel. Right. That right. Like, you know, so there's instances like that. And I'm not saying that both, all three of those gals didn't work hard because clearly they all have and they're fantastic, but, but they it's worked like, hard at Figuring out who they were with the sound, off. A li- a li- yeah, yeah. Which Melissa is a- McCarthy with the sound off is. You, you should, like, I bet she's threatening me. <laughs> like it's always, it's always like a threat. I which will break I your fingers, which make I, you play the piano. I, I'll, I'll tell, <laughs> I love it. I'll, I love I'll watching. Then. I remember watching Scott Adds at, at Second City and Kevin Dorf at Second City, and those were you know after Ed you know at Comedy Sports watching those guys. And the thing I'd always say about them, and, and Rich was very much like this too, but Rich had a little bit more like sort of Bugs Bunny playfulness to him. Uh, but they, you couldn't if you weren't listening to them, you couldn't tell if they're performing comedy or drama. Wow. And I think that that's I, that's that's a, a style, the esthetics that I like. You know, I love Martin Short. I love Jim Carrey. I, yeah. I, like, I think yeah. Jim Carrey is one of the most remarkable. Uh, and the times I've got to like work with them or even be near them, it's it's. I, I love I love a good um, you know um, broad moment. Yes, yeah, silly, yeah. silly moment. You know, um, to pieces. But but um, they have so much more. You know, they're 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 so great because they're so much more than oh, simply sure. that. But but they is work there hard. At better it. than a dramatic Jim Carrey. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love, I'm, you know, I, I, like when 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 he's on actor studio and he's talking about he's gonna burst into a you know ball of light. Yeah. Like I'm like yeah man, yeah. go on. I don't. I've got. I got. Jordan plays baseball. Harry Connick Jr. plays funk. I go. I yeah. go with him. 
I'll go with I'll, I, anybody. Anybody that's like that you know needs because as a, as an artist, as a human being that has like an artistic soul, even you know like which I think Jordan definitely does. You just look at a picture of him dunking from the free throw free throw yeah, line. It looks yeah. like poetry. It's yeah. like a dancer. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's so articulate every move. But it's like yeah, you you got you don't like. I want to be in Blue Man Group. Like and all of my friends in Blue Man Group are like don't. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like no, I want to. But it's because I had to like. There's Did something you do it? it? I tried. I tried in vain. Like, I tried. I mean, I flew out to. I got flown out eventually to Chicago, uh, New York, uh, and, and did, the, did the auditions, the whole bit, and uh, saw myself bald and blue, which did not look anywhere near as as, as cool. cool as all my friends because I don't have cheekbones. But like, uh, <laughs> like that were in the in the cast, but it's like, um, but I wasn't a good enough drummer. You know, I mean, I could have learned it, but I, but you could catch the mallows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could do all the acting and stuff. I, yeah. I could I could do in the in the timing and everything. I love that show to pieces. I used to watch that when I lived in Vegas all That's the time. A great show. And, I'm but, thinking of tubes. I don't know what yeah, they, yeah. I haven't seen the new. One. I mean, they're, they've probably switched out. Like they've updated things. You know, yeah. there's smartphones in there now, but it's all the same. It's all the same voice because those original guys are, are still very much in the thick wow. of it with that. But but yeah, so <clears throat> it's the harder you work, the luckier you get. The hard, yeah, it's it's. And I kind of I'm kind of a believer of hiding the hard work. I yeah, think that's the former athlete in me. Like go like go get to the gym early. Yeah, shoot your 200 shots. Like right, we're kind of like we're at a point right Just now with art where like the process. Like we loved hearing, like that that one year of like Boyhood, and uh, and Birdman, like oh it's all in one shot, right? Or like oh he lived inside of a bear for six hours, like right, right. I don't care, right? I don't care, right? Like, I know we got to fill up all these web pages and all these like entertainment right. networks and everything now, but like I kind of I kind of don't want to hear about we don't it. know how the sausage is made, as they right, say. right, right, right. I've always fancied that that move, and it's all you know the facade that you put on Mystique, that, yeah. Uh, and yeah, mystique, but also like my my mystique or facade would be like, oh, I, I've got it, right? Which is which which you know worked well at SNL and yeah. and playing like you know pe- being in playing people that were in the cold opens a lot. So like before the show opens, I could you know fuck around with the audience and make jokes before five, four, yeah. three, two, one, and yeah. that's all. That's all just me. Oh, that that's a manifestation fun. of me believing that. We shouldn't show them that we're nervous. That's so. Fun. At least my essence. Of course. You know, some people, some people, their essence of being nervous is, uh, you know, the gift from God. But um, sure. But but that's not. They're just in a dark corner with an owl. Yeah. Just petting an owl. And people this are. This is how I get ready. People can't wait. Yeah. They're like when they come out, they're like, oh shit, there he is. Yeah. You but know. enough about Horatio <laughs> I really do have to go. Yeah. And I hate that. We would have talked more. Just know that. Yeah. George went. I'm just kidding. Yep. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for doing this. This Thanks was so a real pleasure. And we're going to yeah. go to the Magic Castle. Well, I hope so. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm with our gals, I'll no less. We should do, we should do that. that. Yeah. I would love that. You'll love Valerie, and I'll love Liv, as I've come to know her. Please. I actually don't know your wife. I know I mentioned that she's yeah. beautiful, but I don't know who she is. She's fantastic. I'm only saying that so yeah. you just uh, don't think I had some weird agenda about like, so you have a hot wife. Oh, right, right, like right. Like it was some morning radio yeah. show. Gotcha. I actually don't know who she is. I just yeah. know she's beautiful. She is. All right, buddy. Would you say keep it crispy? It's how we Oh, end. yes. No, I'm, uh, yes, please. Um, I'm getting a character. Oh, please. Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes it just doesn't that show up. Good. I don't know. <laughs> that was like going down a slide. Yeah, yeah. It was, that's what. That's it had what. a twist. I know. I didn't, I didn't know where it was going to start. I didn't know where it was going to end. It was great. Uh, you just got to trust yourself sometimes. <laughs> oh. Thanks, pal. That was awesome. I'm so crispy, I'm so crispy, my ice game make you haters wanna get me, I'm so crispy, I'm so crispy.